1: Kristen and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All
0: right, today is Wednesday, November 2nd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning in the news this morning. The Phillies had five home runs last night and shut out the Astros 7-0 to take a 2-1 World Series advantage.
3: Amazing.
2: Bryce Harper bashed a home run on the first World Series pitch he saw in Philadelphia. The $330 million star offered quiet advice to Alec Bone before his solo shot, and the Phillies tied a World Series record with five homers. Now the Phillies are two wins away from their first World Series championship since 2008. A crowd of 45,712 let the Astros have it from the first pitch with chance of cheater, cheater, Jose Altuve <laughs> and check the bat, check the bat for Martin Maldonado. Uh, the fans, already amped from the jump from another sliding catch by right fielder Nick Castellanos in the first, didn't wait long to go wild for the home run barrage. Harper crossed the plate and ex- again exclaimed, this is my house, before he ripped off his helmet, exposed his Philly fanatic headband and was mobbed by teammates. In the dugout, wow. That's
0: amazing. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> it was just like one after God. another. I was screaming on the first one, and then by the. By the fifth home run, it's like,
3: oh, this is just this is just funny man. This is just humorous. It started to feel like that Bugs Bunny cartoon where they're doing the conga line around the bases. They
2: said Harper's home runs shook the stadium, as you can imagine, the crowd. And I know Nick and I think Marissa were there as well. Yeah, uh, Harper beckoned Bohm from the on deck circle back to the dugout for a quick word of advice. Whatever the quiet counseling was, it worked, and Bohm lined his first postseason homer, leading off the second inning. And the 100th home run in World Series history into the left field seats. Mm.
3: Attention, please. Attention. There's been a slight change in the teetotaler lineup. Catching, Bud's Bunny. Left field, Bud's Bunny. Right field, Bud's Bunny. Pitching, Bud's Bunny. Third- All right. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you had that. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And Nick, you said that the, uh, where the home runs went, that's uh, the section where you guys are sitting. Yeah, I mean,
4: Harper hit the home run on the first pitch that he faced, and uh, we're, several of us in this room are going to be lucky to be there tomorrow night, and uh, he hit it right into that section. (laughs) Like, Right where the, in the same row yeah. where we're going to be sitting. Yeah, so uh, I'm bringing my glove. Yeah, yeah I might bring mine. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Oh, and apparently the kid that dropped the ball. Yeah, wow. yeah I saw that. Uh, um, Nick Castellanos threw him a ball later in the game. I was wondering. Yeah. I'm
2: like, did they give that kid the ball? And he oh, did awesome. give
4: him the ball or just a ball? No, Nick. Uh, he just yeah. tossed him a ball. He Go didn't. Ahead. He didn't even realize that it was a kid. One of the reporters had to tell him afterwards. Uh-huh. But the way that Nick Castellanos framed it, I think it was really nice. He was like, maybe there are no accidents, and like you know, I think that I love that mentality. You know, yeah, he, he just tossed. To get the ball. And so the kid was able to leave the game last night with a ball. That's oh, good. Great. Yeah. Good.
2: I'm glad he got one. An investigation continues into a series of fights that broke out at a Delaware County school following a peaceful protest. Students at Academy Park High School in Sharon Hill were demonstrating against a new dress code policy at 1130 a.m. Tuesday. Uh, but things spiraled out of control. At least 10 students were arrested with more arrests expected in the coming days. The 10 arrested so far are facing charges ranging from aggravated assault mm-hmm. to causing or risking catastrophe. The fights inside and outside the school led to an all-county police assist at the school. The fights occurred after a peaceful student protest inside the auditorium. Students were protesting the Southeast Delco school district's decision to ban hooded sweatshirts and hats. The policy went into effect on Monday. After the student protest, Sharon Hill police said students started damaging property inside the school and fights broke out. No comment has been issued by the high school or the school district. We
3: did that one time at uh, my high school. We protested. They wanted us to wear stovepipe hats, Preston. Oh, wow. We just thought that wasn't... It didn't make it's sense. Like they're out of style. Yeah,
5: yeah. I
2: like, don't know anything behind the decision, but hooded sweatshirts and hats, like, why? Well, the
3: hats,
5: I don't understand uh, why. I, I don't, like, wearing hats in school, like, during class, I don't know. And maybe I they're just...
2: pulling the hats in the hoods over their faces or something? How like...
5: do do that? Well, no, no, I just, I just didn't. I always thought hats were, like, no, you're not allowed to wear a hat in school. In school.
3: Yeah. Huh.
2: Um, but, but with the hooded sweatshirts, yeah, I guess it has something to do with the hood. Yeah, I, I awesome. don't know. Former Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed was sentenced to three years in prison for a DWI accident. Felicia Miller went to a downtown Kansas City courthouse on Tuesday to describe the hell she and her family, most notably her six-year-old daughter Ariel Young, have been through since former Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach Britt Reed dr- drove drunk and smashed into their parked car 21 months ago. She wanted to tell the horrors of her daughter's two weeks in a coma, the long, uncertain rehab, and the lingering. that have left her with everything from physical impairment to being in special education. She also wanted to uh, implore Circuit Judge Charles McKenzie to give Reed more than the four-year prison sentence that prosecutors recommended as part of a plea deal for driving while intoxicated. Miller called that deal an outrage and called for the maximum seven-year sentence. She even brought her daughter wearing an Ariel Strong sweatshirt along. He needs to go to prison for a maximum amount of time, Miller pleaded. Instead, McKenzie at least partially heeded the arguments of Reed's defense team and sentenced reed the son of chief's legendary head coach andy reed to three years in prison one less than what prosecutors sought at least one local defense attorney told yahoo sports reed could serve less than a year before being paroled because under missouri law what he was convicted of is not categorized as dangerous felonies to which a convicted person must serve 85 percent of the sentence my, my guess
3: is that's what's probably going to happen right
2: right they said ultimately only the missouri department of corrections can determine how much of the three-year sentence he will do huh. It brings a bitter end to the legal proceedings for the victims, a working class Kansas City family who believed re, who believe Reed received preferential treatment throughout the process due to he and his family's football fame and fortune. Reed has acknowledged getting drunk at the team facility on February 4th of 2021 before attempting to drive home with a .113 blood alcohol concentration. He made it less than a half a mile before slamming at 80, 84 miles per hour into two vehicles parked on the side of the interstate on-ramp, uh, one dealing with car, car trouble, the other came to a Six people, including Reed, were injured. The most serious was the then five-year-old Ariel who's expected to be impacted for the rest of her life. In sports this morning... Uh-oh! Again, the Phillies beat the Astros winning Game 3 of the World Series by a score of 7-0 last night in South Philly. Bryce Harper hit his sixth postseason home run. Alec Boehm hit a solo shot, and the Phillies tied a World Series record with five home runs to take a 2-1 series lead. Brandon Marsh, also homer, and Kyle Schwarber and Reese Hoskins hit back-to-back shots in the fifth inning to end the night for Astros starter Lance McCullers Jr. It was the Phillies' first World Series home win since Game 5 in 2009. Game 4 is tonight. Naranola will get the start for the Phillies, while the Astros will send Christian Javier to the mound. The first pitch is scheduled for just after 8 o'clock. Two days after playing each other, in Washington. The Sixers and the Washington Wizards will play again tonight in South Philly. Tip-off has been moved up to 6 o'clock because the World Series will be across the street. And the Flyers lost to the Rangers falling 1-0 in overtime last night in New York City. Chris Kreider scored on a breakaway with 4:07 of overtime, and New York won their third straight game. Carter Hart stopped the first 35 shots he faced, including 5 in overtime, and the Rangers hit the post four times before Kreider finally scored. The Flyers are on the road again tonight with a game in Toronto against the Maple Leafs, and the puck will drop at 6 Seven o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. All
0: right, thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome to Wednesday, the President Steve Show. We have a secret text word opportunity for you to win a pair of tickets for the In Conversation with the Sopranos event. Which is going to be Saturday, November 12th at the Keswick Theater. And we're going to have uh, at that event uh, Steve Sherpa, Vincent Pastore, and a gentleman who is our guest this morning, Michael Imperioli. Very cool. Will be joining us today, but you can possibly see him and the crew live at that event. So text the word secret 239333. We'll get that started. Michael's going to be joining us. About 8.20 uh, today, we'll also go live on Fox Good Day, and we have stopping by as part of the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff, Liberty Union Bar and Grill. there in Chester Springs. Uh, tomorrow night, Brent Porsche is going to be in attendance, and uh, I've got to guess they'll probably have both games. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably
3: more than yeah, likely.
0: But nonetheless, uh, Brent will be there. You can join him. They've got all kinds of great activities going on, as well as your chance to win some freebies, and they'll bring by some stuff this morning. Uh, some gift cards and we will give those away. Excellent. Uh through the course of our uh broadcast today. So uh
3: feels good. Oh on my this, god. Uh, yeah, Wednesday dude. morning. Are you, now you're going
0: tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, nah, man, yeah. you've got to be excited. Very much so. Nick is going, uh Casey and uh Marissa, I think you're going, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean so. it has nothing nothing to do with me not wanting to be there. It has everything to do with me wanting the team to win. Yeah. Oh, so. I see. Oh. Understood.
0: Wait. Yeah. So are Enough you going? Said.
4: His superstition may yeah. keep him from going to no. the game. Yeah, you know what's going to outweigh I your negative that. juju is my positive juju because I, I wore the shirt again last night and they won. Yeah. So I'll wear it tomorrow night and we'll be fine. Case. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, well, I promise. we so make the call.
2: Yeah,
5: it, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just gonna waiting. oh just, yeah, <laughs>
2: just waiting. Listen, okay. it's,
3: right. it feels good, it feels right. So do what you think is yeah. in your heart, the right thing to Here's do. Here's the deal: it's
5: I'm not gonna have any problems finding somebody to to take yeah. the tickets. Yeah, I'm... unlike my
3: Sixers tickets tonight. <laughs> 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 what?
2: Well, you can't get anybody to buy. You Who's anybody gonna want to go down
5: there? <laughs> Who's gonna want to go to the Sixers game? Oh. It's at
2: six o'clock. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know,
5: I know. So, anybody who wants to buy my Sixers tickets, because I'm sure it's crap not giving them away. Uh... I'll sell them at a discount. <laughs> but, like, the plan was to go to the Sixers game tonight and then hop over the across the street and go to the Phils game. And then everything and, got pushed. And then everything got pushed. And, like, <laughs> like how am I going to get rid of those stupid Sixers? Together? And I love the Sixers. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, like, who's going to want to go to that game tonight? Uh, right. that's not you, what, already, why don't we do people. radio? It's yeah. not going to be empty. No, I know that. But, like, who in their right mind that's not already going to the Phillies game is going to want to go down into that mess I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't
0: know. I
2: don't know. Maybe he'll get a taker. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Positive yeah. thoughts, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. positive. <laughs> but... Who's going to want to go down there into do that mess?
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, Casey's got a dilemma. He'll work through it. Uh, yeah. We've got stuff to do, so let's take a break. Come back in a second in the Entertainment Report Super Question, and we will have uh, a goodie to give away along with that. So hang out. We've got to be giving
6: away stuff all morning long. We'll be right back. Stay put. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Hey, Window
0: Nation brings the best of the home show savings right into your home. You can get two free windows with every two you buy with no limit, plus pay no interest for 60 months. Go to WindowNation.com slash home show and use their free virtual visualizer to see how their window options will look on your home. But hurry, these once a year home show savings end soon. Get two windows free with every two you buy and pay no interest for five full years. Call today, 866-90Nation or go to WindowNation.com slash home show.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: So, stupid question prize. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see live. Uh, They're going to be playing Friday, November 18th. The Excite Center inside the Parks Casino in Ben Salem. 21 and over uh, show, by the way. All right, so question I have for you is a World Series-related question. All right. Who hit the 1,000th home run in World Series history 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. Who hit the 1000th home run in World Series history? 215 263 WMMR. Thank you to listener Chris Brugger who sent that to me. We'll go through some birthdays while well, we wait for your answer. Wednesday, November 2nd. Uh, we will start with Jennifer Hart. That is Stephanie Powers, who
3: played Mrs. Hart. Oh, she's gorgeous. On Heart to Heart. Oh, she's my God. gorgeous. Sometimes I'd hang out inside, uh, outside a window in the bushes. <laughs> oh, and I'd, I'd just be pounding away like a jackhammer. And then Mr. Hart would catch me and chase me around with the broom. Hmm. <laughs> Easy, Did Max. I tell you too much? There? Max, was too Max,
0: that's a bit much, yes. Uh, he was
3: an uh, elegant woman. Right? Yeah, very, much, very so. much so. I just
0: thought she was quite beautiful.
3: She's gorgeous.
0: Uh, yeah. She is celebrating her 80th birthday today. So Man, I haven't see it.
3: seen her
1: lately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a hard boss. Boss. We got to listen to Thomas this. Thomas yeah. that A self-made millionaire. He's quite a guy. This is Mrs. H. She's gorgeous. She's, cool. She's nice. one lady who knows how to take care of herself. God
7: Gorgeous, and when they met, it was murder.
1: My name is Max. I take care of both of them, which ain't easy. Cause when they met, it was murder, murder. I'll a... tell you,
3: I had a moment the other night, though. I was watching Mr. H get out of the pool. And I'm like, oh man, that looks pretty good, though. Uh,
0: I was a sucker for for heart to heart. I liked it. It was uh, they were they were millionaire. Uh, they, they were a millionaire couple, filthy rich.
3: But they enjoyed solving crime. Yeah. It was their thing to do. A series of movies years ago called The Thin Man. And uh, so it was the same sort of thing. These socialites, he's this wealthy mm-hmm. couple, and that's what that was based on. So Stephanie Bowers is
0: 80 today. Uh, another millionaire, Pat Croce. Has he's his, gorgeous. His birthday take. Oh, my
4: God. And Dear saw, God, he feels great. I saw a guy in the grocery store the other day, and Pat, I don't know if you've seen Pat over the last couple the years. The beard? Yeah, he looks uh, much more like a hippie these days. I, mean, yeah. I think he's, a, he's kind of a different guy than he was when he owned the Sixers or was the president of the Sixers.
2: Well, he but lives like in a log cabin. Yeah, yeah. he lives out in uh, he's sort of
4: a, like a like county. a finding oh, right. himself sort of thing. But right? this guy that I saw, I, I could not tell if it was Pat Croce or not. <laughs> really? And so I didn't want to go up to him and be like, "Hey, man, you kind of look like Pat crochi yeah. Are you?" He was a regular on yeah. our show oh, yeah. for a while, years
0: and years ago, and uh, great great guest, very Terrific. energetic, and he has a he had a career in radio as well. Uh, so Pat, he's gorgeous, Pat crochi. 68 years old today. <laughs> it's talk like Max Dam. <laughs> uh one of my heroes, Mr. Carter Beauford, drummer uh, he's for the for the
7: band, Dave Matthews band. So rank him. Oh man. Here, hang on. Here, just
8: listen. Uh, he's
0: a badass. In in the world of rock music, he brings um, jazz and fusion elements uh, to the to the table, which are very very difficult. And he adds funk and things like that. He is uh, he's very inventive and super duper talented. I'd, I'd rank him at the at the near the very top. Ah, uh, very as, cool. As far as uh, you know, <clears throat> popular music goes. You, you so.
3: know what? It's this is actually sort of a campout memory, Preston, because I remember in maybe our second or third campout. You had a, uh, a VHS tape. Oh yeah, uh, and it was—I think it was his clinic, like a drum clinic. It was used. called "Under the Table and right. Drum Drumming," and I thought it was great, man. I'm mean, not a drummer, but I thought it was it was very interesting. Yeah, he's uh, he's something else. Uh, he turns 64 years old today. Uh,
0: another musician, Bobby Dahl, the bassist for Poison, turns uh, 59 years old today. Woo! And they're a band that I grew to really love after a while because they're just fun. Yeah. Just fun the music. It. And when we had Brett Michaels on, yeah. man, was he a great conversation. Was we were at the Blood Drive. He's <laughs> great. Uh, so you got to love those guys. And he turns up 59 years old today. Another musician, Maxine
5: Nightingale. Oh, wow.
0: And she gave us a song. We got right right. to right. We right. 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 We gotta get right, right back to where we started from. Love is song. Love can be sung. We got to get right back to where we
9: started from.
0: Oh. Oh, she is seventy years old today. That's Happy a fun. Since you've been, Lauren Velez, actress from Dexter and Oz. I don't know who she is. I just know that she was in Casey? Dexter and Oz.
5: I've watched both. Right? I don't, the, the name doesn't ring a bell. I have They're to... jump out to you. Uh, oh, I wonder if she is the, the police um, chief from uh, from Dexter. Jesus.
3: She's the police chief from Dexter. Yes, uh, I, I don't know. Uh,
0: her name is Lauren Velez, and she is 58 years old today. I don't know if that age... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. yeah.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah As a matter have... of fact, she makes an appearance in the last season of Dexter, that just like uh, they brought Dexter back. All uh, right.
3: right.
9: Yeah.
5: Now we got it all ties together now.
3: Yeah. In a, in, a, in a nice, neat bundle. Uh, she's 58. Uh, David Schwimmer of Friends fame. Yes, Ross. <laughs> Do you know what we learned about in the uh, anniversary show? That uh, celebration of Friends is that uh, he and Jennifer Aniston legitimately had a, an attraction. Yeah. Really? That they sort of said, we got to not act on this because it could kill everything. No kid. Yeah. Well, but that sort back. of fueled why they were so convincing. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Do you guys remember uh,
5: when we had Gina Crash on the show? We were playing this theme, and she could not time out the... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. She We tried <laughs> over and over and over It was again.
3: legitimately frustrating yeah, for her. she me. couldn't
5: yeah. do yeah. it. Yeah. How many claps is it?
2: Uh,
0: four. I no, four. 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 One, two, three, four.
2: No. It's
0: four.
3: Is
5: it four? I would trust the
8: drummer here. Back it up. Here you go. All right, all right. And don't clap. All right, all right. All right. One two three
0: four. Get your get your
9: get
0: your you. There you go. There you go. I knew thank, you were right. Thank sure. you, <laughs> thank you, Kathy. You, you got my back. Yeah. He uh, loves when I stroke him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, David Rivers, uh, fifty-six today. And then, last birthday, another musician. And if you have not watched. Uh, the Eagles two part documentary. You may not be fully familiar with this gentleman. His name is J D. Souther. Oh yeah, and he was very important for the Eagles and people like uh, Linda Ronstadt and James Taylor. He's kind of he's kind of a musician's musician. he yeah. was a his, great songwriter? What was um, his stand? He had a, he had a few solo. I don't know off, off the top yeah. of my head,
5: uh, but he's he's held in, in high regard yeah.
0: amongst that group.
5: People trust him. In fact, he was in the studio when they were writing the Friends theme, and he said, no, 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 not five claps. Four. four, four, four. four. <laughs> trust me on this.
3: i say five. Four!
5: So
0: J.D. Souther is celebrating his 77th birthday today. All right, we'll see if we can answer the super question, and we need to know... Uh, who hit the 1000th home run in World Series history two one five two six three WMMR we're gonna go to Joe hey Joe
10: hey guys started by the at work oh it's okay oh. Joe
0: do me a favor tell me who hit the 1000th home run in World Series history
10: Billy's own Alec Boone last night yes
0: you got it Joe hang on They give you a pair of tickets to see live presented by WMMR Friday, November 18th at the Excite Center inside Parks Casino in Ben Salem. It is a 21 and over show, and tickets are sold out, and you can check out other great upcoming events. At parkscasino.com. Yep, he got that out of the park. It was the 1,000th in history That's last
7: amazing.
0: night. Yeah, it was awesome. All right, we're going to go through some stories here. We'll begin with this in an interview with the New York Times. Published on Tuesday, Christine Applegate opened up about her struggles with multiple sclerosis. Uh, she was in the middle of filming uh, the final season of Dead to Me when she received the diagnosis. Oh. Uh, production of the show shut down for about five months so that she could begin treatment. Uh, she said there was this the sense of, well... Let's get her some medicine so she can get better. And she said, and there is no better but it was good for me. I needed to process my uh, my loss. Of my life, my loss of that part of me. So I needed that time. So, yeah, that's the thing about MS. It's just there's no magical cure.
3: Well, you remember she had a double mastectomy, did she not as well? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was a a while ago. A while ago. So she's, she knows how to, I mean, she's been through stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, She added, although it's not like I came on this, on the other side of it, at like, woo, I'm totally fine. Uh, Acceptance? No. I'm never going to accept this. I'm pissed. She said yeah, about it. So it's honest. Uh, she's coping with it. And yeah. uh, like anybody who suffers from MS, uh, you do what you have to do, and and you um, you do the best you can. Uh, James Corden is making headlines again <laughs> on the Late Show Monday. Uh, he joked. He told a joke about Elon Musk taking over Twitter that was almost identical to one that Ricky Gervais made in 2018. And we have the the clips of oh. the two of them. I believe they're sent yes. over. Yeah. Not, Not yet. yet. Then play the okay. Friends theme again. Uh yeah, one, two, three, we can four. all we yeah. can all clap four times. Here we go. Right. By then, hopefully, we'll have at least one of the clips over. So Okay. Hey, if you're listening at home, clap along okay. too. Here we go. Remember, it's four. I think
9: somebody I think I did, did, an did an one. I think it. Was Kathy! Oh, damn it! <laughs> don't Kathy,
5: don't worry about it, because I think I did three. <laughs>
9: Oh, so it even out? Yeah, so
5: it evened out. Can you come down to my office? <laughs> uh, well, we
0: do have the Ricky Gervais joke. Right. you want right. to hear that or the Corden joke? Uh, we want to hear the Corden joke first. Yeah. Okay. Okay, where he messed uh, where he said this. Apparently it was done years earlier, but here we go. Because
6: if someone puts up a poster in a town square that says guitar lessons available, like you don't get people in the town go, I don't
11: want to play the guitar. <laughs>
6: The wasn't for you. It was for somebody else. You don't have to get mad about all of it.
0: All right, and then this was done in 2018. Uh, Ricky Gervais had had uh, this.
5: That's like going into a town square, seeing a big notice board, and there's a notice, guitar lessons. And you go, but I don't want
3: guitar lessons. <laughs> Fine. It's not for you then. Just walk away. <laughs>
0: It's the same joke. Uh I mean, you know, the fact that it's guitar lessons, if it were some other uh, activity or something like that, you could go, okay... It might be just kind of an obvious joke that yeah. two people, but that's flat out, uh, you know, the same yeah, thing. Yeah.
5: All right, but James didn't write the joke, right? Like, so it, in, yeah.
0: in response to this, Gervais wrote in a sense a tweet. He said the bit about the town square advert for guitar lessons is brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so obviously he's being sarcastic. But later he said started to feel sorry for Corden and added, "I reckon one of the writers came up with it for him. I doubt that he would knowingly just copy such a famous stand up routine word for word like that." And Corden. Knowledge the flub on Twitter Tuesday. He said inadvertently told a brilliant Ricky Gervais joke uh, on the show last night. Obviously not knowing it came from him. It's brilliant because it's a Ricky Gervais joke.
3: I think Horn did a cool thing too. He invited uh, uh, Gervais uh, to Balthazar Preston for brunch.
0: Oh, to Balthazar, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. his favorite yeah. restaurant.
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, so yeah, it's possible that a that a writer somehow or another tried to pill for that, of threw course. it out there. Yeah. And But I, I, yeah, I highly doubt. Uh, James Gordon, if he knew for sure that that was another high pro- – maybe if, maybe some lower-tier comedian you might steal from who's yeah. just done it in a club, but not one that was in a special.
3: There have been times that. when I was doing stand-up where I go in and someone had a, a similar thing, and then I've actually seen a member doing stand-up at, at a, a few points in, in my earlier right. career where um, the older – some one or two older comedians stole a bit verbatim that I had done – and um and so that's you know but that's the pecking order and a lot of right. times you just have to roll over and take that
0: mm-hmm. i wonder
2: if someone's getting fired because of it
3: that's a good
0: question yeah, yeah. uh so tom brady addressed his divorce with giselle bunch and we played some of this yesterday there's a little bit more uh that was mentioned uh the buck uh, tampa bay buccaneer uh quarterback said that uh, he and bunch parted ways amicably and they do worse to keep his personal and professional lives separate Um, and he had said, uh, so, you know, uh, it's, it's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home. He said, all you can do is the best you can do. That's what I'll continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad.
3: Those all sound like beer ad slogans. Yeah. Yeah.
0: This one's for you. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, and on Tuesday, people reported that Brady, quote, didn't want to divorce bunch him. Huh. Uh, this is a source saying that uh, this was not Tom's idea. Uh, this was never Tom's idea. Uh, the source added that Brady was willing to do "quote whatever it took" to make things work. No, but that it was a little bit too little, too late for Bunch and She gave him a lot of opportunities to fix things, and he didn't.
3: And there had been a couple of times where he was supposed to co- retire, yeah. and, right? And so right. she she said, "Okay, okay, okay." And, I mean, if uh, that, that, was that if
5: that is the the whole premise behind the, the the divorce, and it's not something else that we don't know about. Yeah. I don't know, like, not that I really need to, you know, not give to, them advice. Give them advice yeah. or they're consulting with me, but like, I, I, you know, like, let him play his game. Like, you know what I mean? The, I, I just disagree with now you don't have him, right? Like, you know, you want he's him. He's gone. He's gone completely.
3: You to learn how to take it, right? Yeah. No, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, All you I, gotta I, do is post some stuff on Instagram and you let you, keep the dog. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. There was a whole series of slide pictures with him, pictures of him walking along with Jennifer Flavin, and and uh, and then the, the next you knew they were back together, and yeah. he was getting to keep the dog that was apparently the whole flashpoint of Stallone and Jennifer Flavin having yeah. that split.
5: Right, but, yeah. like, you know, the, it, it's his life, too, and if he wants to play football, then he,
3: uh, you should let him play football. Like, that's what he, you know what I mean? Like I we, think he had made the agreement, though, to, like, he had, made the agreement to do that Mm. and and maybe didn't even in the perception of a lot of we don't know what goes on behind closed doors but it seemed like he didn't give it the good college try of being away from it it seemed like it was less than 72 hours before he was flipping around but you're saying the man wants to play football let the man do
5: what the man wants to do i'm saying the person wants to play football let the person play football play football man yeah All right, Quentin
0: Tarantino is denying Kanye West's claims that he gave the director and Jamie Foxx the idea for 2012's Django Unchained. Mm. Uh, This was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel a few days ago last week. Uh, The 59-year-old filmmaker smiled when Jimmy asked whether there was Truth to West's uh, recent assertion that he pitched the original idea for the movie as a music video for his 2005 single Gold Digger. He said, uh, there's not truth to the idea that Kanye West came up with the idea for Django. And then uh, he told me, he told that to me, and I go, hey, wow, that's a really great idea. Let me take Kanye's idea and make Django Unchained out of it. I continue to explain that he had the idea for the 2012 film for a while before I ever met Kanye, he said. Did he,
4: Kanye create dominions? <laughs> no, but he, like, he wasn't outright dismissive of what Kanye said either. I watched the clip, and he, was, he gave Kanye a little bit of credit for... Having an idea, and it right. ended up not being the movie Django, and you know, but but um, Quentin wasn't a dick when he was talking about what Kanye said. I'd uh, love to get him on the show, man. Uh, Quentin Tarantino, yeah, more than Kanye, yeah, more than Kanye.
0: <laughs> Wes wanted, he said, Wes wanted to do a giant movie version of the college dropout, his 2004 debut album, uh, the way he did the album, um, and he said so. He wanted to get big directors to do different tracks from the album. And then release it as this giant movie, not videos, nothing as a, uh, as crass as videos, movies. Uh, they were going to be movie-based on each one of the different tracks. Uh, and he noted that he and West used the opportunity as an excuse to meet each other for the first time and said that the rapper uh, did have an idea for a video. He said, I do think that it was for the Gold Digger video that he would be a slave. And the whole thing was this slave narrative where he's a slave and he's singing Gold Digger. And it was very funny. It was a really funny idea, he said. And he added at the time that Wes' idea was meant to be ironic after Kimmel noted that the idea appeared to be for a funny slave movie. Yeah.
3: It's always yeah. a crack up. <laughs> right? Um, uh, yeah, it's like but those... apparently
0: he had already had the idea. And maybe it kind of reignited him to to go,
3: yeah, you know, this
0: is worth exploring. So, I'm not uh, sure.
3: Yeah, it was a, the, he was about to work on Ernest Escapes' Dakout. press Oh, it's That hilarious yeah, movie. Yeah, it's always a crack up. They said, uh, "Did Django your favorite Quentin Tarantino movie?" Man, it's it's up there. I
0: I think actually, *Inglorious Bastards* is my favorite wow. Tarantino movie. But I love *Django Unchained*. I think it's a great movie. It is great. My There's favorite... so many so many good ones. It's hard to put them. I know you like Once, *Once Upon time a Time in Hollywood*. Hollywood. Yep. Yeah, it came mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Yep. Uh, this was a weird story and sad to see. Food writer, Julie Powell, yeah, who became an internet darling after blogging for a year about making every recipe in Julia Child's Mastering the Art of French Cooking, leading to a book deal and film adaptation, Julie Julia, uh she died. Oh. 49 years old. Oh, Uh She died of cardiac arrest at her home in upstate New York. Oh, that was wow. really sad to see that. I really enjoyed that movie. I was a Julia Child fan yeah. when I was a kid. All, all the time. And so I was like, all
3: right, I don't want to see this movie. And it was... A really sweet film, and she would be on like in the afternoon, like when you yeah, got home from school, whatever. Totally, I like to, uh, and you um, had very little choices of what to watch on TV. And not the a time. lot, you'd uh, end so, up watching things like the Galloping Gourmet as well. Yeah, I watched
0: that too. Yeah, uh, Powell's 2005 book, Julie and Julia,
3: 365
0: days, five twenty 520, five hundred twenty four recipes, one tiny apartment kitchen, uh, became the hit. Nora Ephron directed film, Julie Julia with the author portrayed in the movie by Amy Adams and Meryl Streep as child. Um, so her sophomore and last effort, which is this kind of takes a bit of a left turn here, uh, it was called Cleaving, a story of marriage, meat, and obsession. It was a bit jarring in its honesty. Powell revealed that she had an affair, the pain of loving two men at once, and her fondness for sadomasochism and even about self-punishing sex with a stranger. <laughs> so oh. she was
9: into
3: uh, S&M a little bit? I guess so. Wow, that's a whole... The whole aspect I had not entertained. She didn't seem that way. Me either. So, so she, when she would pound that meat in preparation. She was
0: pounding me. that meat. Uh, Pal said, uh, people coming to the movie from the movie wow. Julia and Julia and picking up Cleaving are going to be in for some emotional whiplash. You know uh, she had said at the time? I don't believe it's going to be a Nora Ephron movie. There
3: have been there were rumors for the longest time that uh, Rachel Ray and her husband yeah. were swingers. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. remember that. <clears throat> Um, so, anyhow, yeah,
0: she had, uh, uh, the finishing touches on her book, uh, t- she, hang on, let me back up a little bit. Oh, yeah, she began her affair in 2004. She was putting the finishing touches on that book that became Julia Julia. That's crazy. And, uh, she said that, uh, she writes when she was starry-eyed and vaguely disconnected and had too much time on my hands. And, yeah, it goes into her... Getting a little funky. I think I want to read that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But that terrible news. And she is survived by her husband, Eric, but 49 years old in cardiac arrest. That's horrible. Uh, No one would give Berserker Brute Kratos, I think it's how you say his name, yes. yes. the God of War video games. Absolutely, one of my favorite games. A Father of the Year award, except for maybe these celebrities. Ben Stiller, John Travolta, LeBron James, and their kids star in a new comedic ad for the franchise's latest entry, God of War Ragnarok. I watched it. The celebrities featuring Stiller in full Kratos costume and makeup Use the complex father-and-son relationship between the game's lead characters, Kratos and Atreus, as the model to better their own parent-child bonds. And Stiller is leading the support group session with his son, Quinn. Travolta and his daughter, Ella, James, and his son, Brony, are all in the sketch <laughs> And the God of War dynamic, they say, plays out in every parent-child relationship. (laughs) And uh, this is Stiller's character saying this. He said, when it clicked for me, I picked up my Leviathan axe and felt truly close
3: to my son for the first time. I love those games. The last game, they introduced this son character that played really well. uh, And Kratos is, is much further along. Things didn't work out too well for his first family. <laughs> they ended up dead. But, uh, yeah, the, the games are just, they're literally pressed. You know, when you talk about playing a game and it's like you're you are playing a movie? That's what these are like. So, Siller uh, confirms that
0: there was a little bit of improv in making the ad. He said, I have to say, uh, trying to make LeBron James laugh was fun. And he loves to improv also. So he was making me laugh too. And there was a bit about the, his headband that came up in a scene. And we don't really know each other. And I didn't know his sense of humor. Uh, it was fun to see that he enjoyed that and played off of it. And he said, felt the same with John Travolta. Both iconic figures. And John really plays in the moment. It was great to have a chance to act with them since I've been a fan forever. So it was the first time they've... Uh, gotten together. Cool. cool. Uh, and uh, LeBron said uh, the shoot was so much fun. I don't think I've laughed that much on set ever. And Travolta said our children were hilarious in their very dry reaction to the parents being over enthusiastic towards the game. And that made me laugh on and off camera. So I, I don't know where it's going to pop up, but uh, you will see that sometime very soon. Uh, e! News interviewed Brian Austin Green recently about co-parenting with his ex-wife Megan Fox. Uh, and he said, we co-parent really well together, he said, and we don't fight over time with kids. We try you and can have them. alternate <laughs> holidays between Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Uh, when the outlet asked him how to how their kids would respond to Fox and Machine Gun Kelly having a baby, uh, he said, I think it'd be amazing. They Mr. Are, Machine Gun? Would he said they're, the room? they're absolutely obsessed with uh, Zane, and so it'd be the same for them with her. And the reality is that it's. I think it's difficult to uh, them leaving and going over to the house uh, because they miss him so much because they would be able to go over to her house and have some of the same experience.
3: Whatever. <laughs> Whatever the hell they're saying. <laughs> What's the age difference between Megan Fox and Brian Austin Green?
0: Is Brian like Austin years? Green?
3: Yeah. Oh, I don't no, know. I, don't... I think it's a little closer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I think the difference between her and Machine Gun Kelly That's the one. Okay, yeah. is, is yeah. A, a bit more.
4: But I'm not really sure what it is. uh, That's 13 between Brian Austin Green and Megan Fox. How
0: about uh, between Machine Gun Kelly and.
4: She's 36. Let's Uh, all do our. our, Al Capone. (laughs) Uh, All right, so she's 36 and he is 32, so only four years. Oh, Oh, wow. How about that? All right, all right. Didn't even know that. Bigger difference. Uh, Take Uh,
0: that back. Michelle Williams and her husband, Thomas Kale, have welcomed their second child to the world. Uh, This is also her third child overall. Um, and there are some photos that the daily mail obtained of the blue valentine actress holding the newborn while out on a walk with her family in new york city uh we've mentioned that uh, that video game trailer uh there's also uh hbo max dropping their christmas story sequel trailer Nearly 40 years after the release of the original film. I hope this
3: is even, just make it moderately good and I'll be happy.
0: Uh, watching it, I got more of a Christmas vacation vibe did I. than I did a Christmas story. I agree. Which I think that's the wise thing. You can't redo a Christmas story. You just, can, I, I don't think it's possible.
3: Yeah. You're going to have to sit in a very precise pocket to yeah. make this work. We'll see if they do it. Yeah, yeah. We have the trailer if you okay. want listen yeah. to it. Let's, Let's listen, listen to some of it, it.
0: yeah. Uh, here we go. Oh, well, life moves fast. One day you're playing kick the
4: can with kids named Flick and Schwartz.
9: I triple dog Daria.
4: And the next thing you know, you're a certified adult.
7: Ralphie!
9: Hey.
4: Well, Ralph, dear old man.
7: Fred Gilly. He was the best.
2: <laughs> Ralphie, promise me we're gonna make this a wonderful Christmas. That would make your father
9: so happy. I promise.
0: What had I done? So it, it kind of, where I get that, uh, that Chevy Chase vibe is he's trying to create the perfect family exactly. Christmas and he's going to obsess over that. And stuff's you know, not going
3: right. And it's uh, not going to go right. Julie yeah. Haggerty is now playing his mother. It was right.
4: Melinda Dillon in the original. She's yeah, she died. passed away, I believe. Yeah, did she? Yeah. yeah. A bunch of uh, other original actors. Zach Ward's going to be in it. He's yes. Scott Farkas and, uh, uh, Schwartz is coming back. So, yeah, they got a lot of guys.
0: Yeah. Uh, what I didn't see is, is Randy going to be? Yeah, it says uh, Ian uh, Petrella uh, it was Andy. Wow. Who was Scott Farkas's sidekick? What was his name? Uh, Grover Dill. Yeah. Grover Dill. I, I didn't see him in the, uh, in, uh, no. in the casting, unfortunately. You're a Tilly. Yeah. So... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Variety reports that uh, Peter Billingsley reprises his role as Ralphie this time as Father returns to Cleveland Street <laughs> with his new family. Uh, the movie will be available on uh, the streaming platform on November seventeenth, so it's going to be on HBO Max. Nice. So I'm hoping for the best. Yes, it'd be great. Yep. Uh, all right, a couple other casting things. How about this? Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Is set to is in a Christmas story? in an action feature called Silent Kill. Silent? Oh,
3: that sounds right out of the
0: 80s. Uh, yep. So Anthony Hickox, who wrote uh, the screenplay, he wrote Hellraiser 3, will direct the film. Be very quiet. I'm going to kill you. Uh, which will follow four mercenaries who find a hidden treasure in the Congo. They bury it. They agree to meet back at the same spot in three years <laughs> okay. and split the fortune evenly. But things take a different turn. Mm. Uh, so, starring alongside Van Dam will be NFL star turned actor Vernon Davis. You know okay. Him? Yeah. Yeah. Who's a tight end for the 49ers? Um, Rafael Amaya and uh, Madalena Ania. Aha. Aha. Does he at any point hide that gold in the bump in his forehead? I don't know. Okay. Maybe they make that a plot point. We'll have to see. Uh, and then one last thing: uh, Deadline reports that uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever star Lupita Nyong'o is in final negotiations with Paramount to star in A Quiet Place Day One. Oh man! So they're going to go into the. It sounds like the origin of those things. Well, they
3: did in the second one. They st- did a little it?
0: bit, a yeah. little bit in the beginning. I think they'll take this from the very uh-huh. all the way through, where as it slowly
3: starts to as
0: they take over.
3: That's so what, pretty cool. What would you prefer that it was like an alien's sort of thing with like a like a like a queen uh you know or right. or or are, is there a knowing force behind there because it appears in the second one that they're coming in from space or that they, right you're seeing yeah. these yeah. uh that seems to be the point of origin. Yeah. I just hope they don't screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the spinoff off would be written and directed by pig director Michael Cernowski. I really enjoyed Pig. Yeah. Yeah, it's the
0: Nick, Nick Cage and his truffle pig. Yeah. Alright, uh, we are now ready to play some clips. The Wonder follows young girl who stops eating for months but remains miraculously alive and well. In this clip, author Emma Donahue explains her reasoning for setting it in Ireland. Here we go.
2: Ireland has such a history of, say, hunger strikes and, you know, famine. So the question of whether or not to eat or whether or not you can eat has been a very fraught question in Irish history. Um, I knew that I would be highly critical of the culture that this story was set in, a culture where people could stand around watching and paying other people to watch a child potentially die. Oh, jelly donut!
0: Uh Uh, The Wonder is out on Netflix today. Here's our next clip. Marvel Studios Assembled The Making of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law is the latest in the Marvel docuseries about the making of its popular films and shows. Here star Tatiana. Maslani, uh talks about her venture into comedy through this show.
2: I've always been a fan of comedy. It's like my favorite thing to watch, and, and I revere comedians. So when this script came to me, I, I was laughing on every page. I found it so funny, and I thought it was so character-specific, you know? It wasn't just like a comedy that was jokes. It was like these weird characters kind of bouncing against each other.
0: Marvel Studios assembled. The Mingham She Hulk Attorney at Law is out tomorrow on Disney Plus, by the way. All right, and there you go. Your entertainment report for the morning. Uh, We got a bunch of stuff taking place. We have a secret text word chance for you to win tickets to uh, The Conversation with the Sopranos, which is coming up on November 12th at Keswick Theater uh steve uh, sherpa vincent Pastori, and michael imperioli will all be there and michael is going to get in touch with us this morning via yeah.
3: zoom it's awesome
0: uh so we'll talk to him in the eight o'clock hour a little over an hour from now he'll be checking in um and we also have some meat neat stuff going on we have a chance for you to win some gift cards uh from the bud light or for the bud light thursday night kickoff uh featuring the liberty union bar and grill and brent porsche is going to be there tomorrow night for that event and he'll have All kinds of uh, stuff, gear, swag for you to win. So we'll do some giveaways in conjunction with that. And uh, we're going live on Fox Good Day and doing things uh, of that nature. So we'll take a break, come back in just a moment. It's a glorious morning as the sun is arising on a Wednesday. Stay there and we'll be right back.
1: Preston and Steve's 25th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent. Hey,
0: gang, your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again.
3: Plus, we've missed your faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say
1: hi. Donate non-perishable food items at our drive-through drop-off with volunteers fueled by Pepsi or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
6: Made possible by Coors Light and Ariglio Beverage. The Keystone Mountain Lakes Regional Council of Carpenters Local 158. Local 8 Stagehands. United Rentals Reliable On-Site Solutions. TRG Mid-Atlantic and the General Building Contractors Association.
1: 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly First.
0: I always thought the uh, the home run Derby was kind of a gimmicky thing, but it was fun to watch last night.
9: <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to watch last
0: night uh and you know what there were several things that were going through my mind. While watching that game last night, and one of them was, dude, we we gave away tickets to that game. That
9: <laughs> yes, guy, we did.
3: I, I think
5: it was Brendan was his name. No, no it was for tonight's it's game. Tonight. Oh, it's tonight's oh,
3: that's game. That's right, because it shifted. It was
5: supposed to be oh.
4: last night. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. It got shifted. <laughs> I can't forget. I keep yeah, get these mixed I
0: up. It's it's up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, everybody who was there last night, I mean, how could you not just be so? Tired from screaming your head <laughs> off and oh, jumping man. up and down. Nick was there. Marissa was there. We'll get some reaction from them
3: as well. God. The pandemonium, the shots of the, of the stadium, just there's not one. You couldn't s- slide a credit card between the amount of people jammed in there mm-hmm. all in unison. It was amazing.
2: Uh, I really wanted to see the uh, ceremonial first pitch. They didn't show it on TV. But oh, they didn't. No. Did you see the
3: footage though? I mean,
5: well, yeah. I yeah s- actually, okay. I saw
2: Marissa's um, Instagram story. She posted <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, that was that was really cool. It was uh, Dr. J, Bernie Perant, Mike Schmidt, uh, Brandon Graham, and then it was Victorino, Cole Hamels, uh Ryan Howard, and who was the fourth? Who, co- Worth. who caught? Jason, Jason Worth? Yeah, Jason okay. Worth. Who who caught the pitches? Yeah, it was really cool. Jason By the way,
5: yeah, caught. Uh, he caught Bernie Perant's pitch,
2: that which. Bounced. <laughs> <laughs> that
5: was the one that was That
0: was what I was going to ask I, yeah. I couldn't tell uh, uh, The video that I saw Was off in the distance One just kind of trickled out And I think that yeah, was
5: he's, he's, a, he's a goalie
9: You know
0: yeah, He's yeah, a, yeah, he's no a bridge. Throwing, You can see him yeah.
2: though, As and soon as 100. he throws it He like throws his arms up in the air Like yeah. oh, man. What? <laughs> I'm a hockey
0: player <laughs> Yeah Marissa
12: Kathy what you missed and you might not have been able to see in my video um Mike Schmidt when they put the camera on him he did the Bryce Harper like uh, this yeah, is yeah. my <laughs> house like Philly's uh what are we calling that like when he like just waves his hand against the um yeah. grabbing your oh. boobies
9: yeah yeah yes, there we go. grabbing
0: yeah. your boobies <laughs> yeah <Superman laughs>
9: thing.
0: yeah uh well that's yeah that was, it was that was impressive cool. and badass the whole thing it was and- just uh, from the beginning, first inning was like one, two, three strikes. Uh, you know, uh, out. It's amazing. Bang, bang, bang. It just feels like, like all right. That was that was nice. That was a good tempo. I like this.
4: Yeah, I mean, Ranger got uh, two outs on the first two pitches that he threw, and then uh, you know, it got out of that first inning pretty easily. You know, he was on. He was a stud last night, and then um, two two runs in the first inning a harper home run on the first pitch that he saw which was the first pitch he saw since the last home run he hit in game five of the nlcs to send the phils to the world series yeah so he had two pitches both for home runs and back-to-back games and the, the place just exploded I, I was lucky enough to be there with my dad last night which was just really special to me my, my dad introduced me to baseball i'm a fan of baseball because of him and to be able to sit next to him and watch the game together was uh, just a, an incredible moment and really a great night and my dad had so much fun. I mean oh like my he was jumping down.
3: We and- were talking about that, the, the, the familial thing, the, the, the moments you'll never forget. Yeah. All and these Nick, things- there, was,
4: there was fire, celebrity
3: firepower there last night. Oh, as well. yeah, yes. yeah.
4: Rob uh, McElhinney and Caitlin were there yeah. last night. There were a lot of Phillies from 2008. Um, uh, Jimmy Rollins was there. Chooch was there. Uh, Manny Trio from uh, the t- yeah. <laughs> 1983 team was there as well. Oh, um cool. Uh, I'm trying to think. Of, uh, Miles Teller was there again last night. I mean, there's just a um People are coming out for this for this team. And um, Preston, I think you and I were talking about this last week when, when the, the Astros and the Yankees were in the ALCS together. Um, there weren't a ton of Astros fans there last night. There were some, but not a ton. And the fact that there weren't, that we don't have to deal with Yankees fans, it makes it so much better. There, there were 45,000 plus there last night, nearly 46,000. And I would say, you know, 99% of them were Phil's fans. If there's a Phil's Yankees series, you're going to get Yankees fans in attendance. It's fine. Right. You know, they come down and, and they're, they support their team. I'm just glad that we don't have to deal with a ton of them.
0: Wow. It was just watching a home run. I I was laughing by the time. Five home runs. Yeah, By the time we get to four uh, over the fence, I'm like, you've got to be kidding kidding me. me. Lance (laughs) McCullough gave up. just
4: phenomenal. The Astros started gave up all five of those home runs, which is also a a record, a a dubious one. Um, The Phillies tied the record for five home runs in a World Series game. I mean, it it was uh, the last time the Phillies had a shutout at home in the World Series was 1993, game five. I was there with my dad that night as well. Oh, awesome. Uh, Kurt Schilling pitched a 2 nothing shutout, and Ranger Suarez went um, five strong last night. And then they didn't have to use the bullpen last night either. They, they didn't have to use Alvarado. They didn't have to use... Um, Sir Anthony Dominguez or Zach Eflin. So those guys are saved for tonight and yeah. possibly tomorrow night as well. Which yeah. is great yes. that
2: they were able to save that. Um I love all the stuff around it like this, like that you <laughs> went with your dad. I saw the picture of you and your dad. Like, you know, I all of that stuff to me is just adds to the excitement of it all. Like that people are going and experiencing this with their family.
3: Oh, and think of it, think of it this way, if you want to put it, you know, chronologically, this is on the other end of, of a big, you know, shutdown. We weren't seeing each other for the longest time. Right. Yes. And, and to come out of it, with something that's off the charts with us yeah. all getting to feel like we're part of something.
4: Steve, I was thinking about that yeah. last night. I mean, there, there was a World Series in yeah. 2020. Right. And, and they had yeah. it in Texas. And... uh can you name who won that World Series? Right, it was the, it was the Dodgers, but nobody cares, right. and you know, and and we wouldn't have been able to do that, and we wouldn't have been able to be in the stadium yeah. like we were last night. So you're absolutely right to be able to celebrate that in that, that way. way was it, it wouldn't have happened two years ago.
3: So what was the what was the tell that was what was the the issue with that where there was they were able to read. Um, uh, the, the, the cheating accusation last right. night, yes. and I didn't catch
4: much of that. Well, I was chatting with Casey a little bit this morning. It was hard to tell while I was there, and people were texting me about it. But apparently, uh, McCullers was—he um, was showing what pitches were going to be thrown. Uh-huh. So, so Phil's batters were able to pick up on it, and it was where his leg was in the kick and before he delivered the ball. Oh. And Bryce was and the Bryce, one that
0: obviously noticed yes. it immediately because he called Bohm, who was on yeah on deck. Uh, and said hey in fact for for whatever reason the camera had panned to him at that moment and they had a mic on him as well or they, they were they had a directional mic pointed at him he's, he's like boom boom he motions yeah. him he comes over covers up his hand tells him something well uh the in, uh, the inning ends boom comes up the next inning he's first at bat and just knocks it out of the yeah. park and clearly he knew what to look for he it's knew wild. Because pitchers, there, there are some things that, that batters can do if they. We were talking about eyesight with Charlie Manuel uh, uh, last week, yeah. um, about them being able to, to have such sharp eyesight of seeing things as you know, as as minute as the position of their hand, as the they're coming over the top, rotation of the ball, right. of the ball yeah. things like the that. The stitching, so, exactly. So they were saying maybe it was his leg, uh, Casey, it was uh, the way he was raising his leg or something. Yeah, I just saw Whatever.
5: a side-by-side comparison on on Twitter of uh, of McMillan's, uh two different pitches, you know, because he's mainly a, uh, uh, he, he throws breaking <laughs> balls, but um, you know, I guess one pitch uh, that he throws, the, the, the leg kick goes higher, or the knee comes up higher. And and these guys are able to like differentiate that and and see that in like in in a you know a split
3: seconds notice. It's pretty crazy. It's It's, 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 to process that quickly is beyond uh, mortals. That's why they're the best. That's that's why they're the elite. What
2: was the and I I don't know which team or if it was both teams or what it was, but um, I I heard it in the background as the TV was on, but that they put something in their hats so that everybody uh, the other team members in the outfield can hear. Or know the pitch that's
0: coming. Yeah, so they don't flash signals anymore. So the the catcher has a, a little uh, electronic device on his knee, yeah. and uh, there are uh, the pitcher,
9: fastball, um, uh, right,
0: uh, shortstop, and sometimes second baseman will have uh, a receiver, yeah, yeah. Uh, because they need to know where to position themselves depending on what the pitcher is trying to achieve by the particular oh, okay. pitch he's going to throw. And the you know, then, like they, they no? may, they may. Yeah. They may throw a specific pitch to try and get a, a yeah. double play, you know. So these guys have to be in position. So they are aware of the pitch that's coming.
9: So that's what's but, going.
0: And, so and the reason is because the also the uh, the shortstop and and second baseman used to be able to see those signals that the that the catcher would throw. So they've always known as
2: well. Right. Right. So, yeah. But um. So I I you know the pitcher is still nodding at the catcher. Is yeah. that through that that sound? Yeah. yeah yes. He's, okay. He's nodding at that. He actually yeah. has a little okay. a
4: pad a keypad mm-hmm. on his thigh. Okay. And, and he'll type uh, type in the signals. Slider. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how we deliver it. And, and if the crowd is really loud, like it was last night, um, the Astros pitcher might not be able to hear with the, right. the catcher well, They said they were bumping
2: yeah. it up to, like, the, the volume. High, yeah, the bumping yeah. the volume up at where one, they normally keep it at. They were going through the numbers, and it was bumped up to 12 or something like that.
4: At one point,
3: you saw he had; a, he was holding a full boom box up
0: on
2: his shoulder.
9: <laughs> yeah, I think they had
3: said,
0: Stott had said he normally has it at 12, but now he's cranking it up to 20. No kidding. Some
4: go to 11. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's like Keenan's level volume. I've
9: seen yeah. a lot of people uh,
4: putting this out there, but there was actually... Seismic activity at the ballpark last night. Yeah, with, they said it shook. Yeah, with with the uh, the Boehm home run and the uh, Harper home run. I mean, the place was it registered on the hey, uh, on the Richter scale.
0: I have a legit concern because yeah. I'm going tomorrow night, and I have when I can't go to concerts anymore. I have to wear earplugs because the the noises. I have tinnitus, and it can do permanent damage to my hearing. I think I'm going to have to wear earplugs for the entire game. Yeah, videos. take
7: them. Yes. Yeah, him, yeah.
3: yeah. I'm, I, I have
7: some custom-made
3: ones, but I think I'm going to have to wear them the there, whole damn game. There was just an article about about stadium noise of this level can be detrimental to someone if you have sensitive hearing, especially someone with, with uh, tinnitus, which yeah. is what you deal with. Uh, listen, you know you're going to be able to hear it.
0: You're oh, just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just know me. I've, I mean, like, after a while, I'm going to just take them out and go, screw it. Well, Would you
2: wear over the ear?
3: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Why not? No. Well,
2: And so. I have them, too, but they're a little annoying because you can still hear what's going on. But if the person next to you wants to tell you something, you yeah. just take it out. What? What? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, that was just insane. I just still, I can't. Uh, Casey and I were texting each other during the game last night with my buddy Steve. And it was just like one after another. And last night, Casey, yeah. I was on the delay.
6: Oh, were you? And oh.
0: you guys weren't. <laughs> How's so before Bryce hit the home run, <laughs> I had seen that you guys had sent me a text. <laughs> sorry, no,
5: no, it's all right. Actually, no, and, and oh, no, it, I'm
0: sorry. It was Reese. It was Reese. It was Reese's home run Then yeah, I got ahead of time. I'm like, what?
5: Yeah, because <laughs> your buddy was uh, he. He actually missed the first. He yeah. missed the first four runs of the game because he was uh, uh, playing uh, ice hockey. Hockey, yeah. and uh, you know, listen, I we're, we're watching it and we're local, and it just feels like you know a local game because obviously it's it's being played here, but it's. What we were watching was on the national level.
2: Yeah, everyone's watching. And and,
5: and, and, well, I don't know about everybody, but I just loved seeing that, like Philadelphia, on a such a grand. Positive scale, right? And even like yes, positive, sm- positive. Yes, and even John Smoltz was talking about you know how tough it, but he wasn't coming down. And I, you know, I'm, I, you know, I go on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff while the game's going on. LinkedIn, and, and something, I yeah. stay away from LinkedIn. Yeah, but because uh, it has nothing to do with what I'm I'm trying to research. But you know, people were like trying to crap on John Smoltz. I thought John Smoltz was fine. I didn't think he overshared. I do not think he undershared. But he he can share as I, listen. He was one of the best in the game. At his time and he has, are and, you
9: talking
2: about him not liking Philadelphia
5: he, he likes Philadelphia yeah but he, did you
2: hear him in game one he was not saying nice things like what uh, wait well, like, he, what? like he, he was he said um He's nuts well no he kept saying things like uh I really feel bad for all these Phillies fans that paid to come out here like this just isn't gonna end well for them like he he was was talk- that when we were down five nothing? Uh, I, 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 I'm not sure when it was. You're yes. saying the same stuff about the Astros and yesterday when they were down
5: five nothing, listen, seven nothing. It's it's
0: yeah. the it's the bane of a national broadcast. Yeah. You okay. have to play both sides, yeah. and that's the way. And it no is. matter what you and do, no matter what yeah. you 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 piss in, in one side's Cheerios from time to time, and yeah. it just happens, and then they get the bad rap. But
3: I I, I no, I felt mm-hmm. the love last. You know, yeah, the yeah, wonderful yeah. thing is to hear the different. Broadcasters call like you know in Spanish, and to hear uh, for in in different um, even because a lot of that stuff is you know is carried overseas as well. So you'll hear all different countries, different locations. It's pretty wild.
4: I uh, I was having a hard time believing that the Phillies were in the World Series until (laughs) I got there last night. Like it's really a lot of this has been. Uh, quite frankly, unbelievable to me, and I'm very excited for you guys to to be there tomorrow night to get into that atmosphere. Because once you're there and you see everybody going in and and people in such a great mood and, and just this wonderful vibe, it, it, all of a sudden it sank into me last night. My team is playing in the World Series, and Preston, if they win tonight, oh my God, we have a chance to see a World Series clinching game tomorrow night. I know. I, I, I know. mean, I, I, I wasn't keep, there for five A or five B <coughs> in in 2008. I didn't go to any World Series games in 2009, uh, but tomorrow night you know? Yeah. And and keep in mind the Camp Out for Hunger next week. Oh, sure. right.
9: yeah. Can you effing
3: be, believe? <laughs> so, that's I, I, yes, our biggest, I just... we can say, Casey, and I think you guys, as you know, your executive producer of the show can say, remember the year I put on a World Series parade <laughs> for the Camp Out. <laughs> mm-hmm.
5: I'm just going to meter my expectations, and I'm trying to, like, stay. You're doing everything. Like, uh, yeah. And you know, people ask me how, what do I, what do I think? I, I don't, I don't want to say anything. Yeah. I just want to Meter everything. The team that we're playing, and Bryce Harper said it last night in the post game interview: we're, the Astros are a really good team. Yeah, they're they're a 106 yeah. win team. Yeah, all right. So, and you know, if, keep if your eyes
3: down and, it, and play.
5: Yeah, if there's any team, and you know, in, in this league that can that can roll off three in a row. It's it's that team, so right. I just, you know, and I'm, yeah. I'm excited at the, at the prospect of it, but, I you know, because I'm so superstitious, I don't want to say the wrong thing <laughs> okay. as far as my Understood. optimism and, and excitement is right. concerned. Yeah. They've
4: won two games. They yeah. have to win two more, and it's yeah. not going to be easy to win this next two games. Right. And they could happen in Philadelphia. It might go – I mean, Charlie Manuel last week said he thought it was going to go seven games, you know? So if yeah. it goes seven games, I wouldn't be surprised. But the cool thing for me is I'm no longer at the point where – I'll be surprised if the Phillies win the World Series. You know, I, I, I to me now this team has a l- legitimate shot by winning the game last night. We're winning in five. I'm set. It, right? oh, wow! Yay! We're
2: I mean, winning listen, in five. If, I said it. If, I if they the number won four. here? Like, I would, listen, if they win, it it's be? gonna be great. But if they win here,
0: we oh we God. deserve it. The we city, do. The city deserves it. The city it. deserves it. Everyone's you know what I mean?
5: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we deserve it. Oh my we God. deserve this and the MLS Cup on Saturday. That too. <laughs> and then yes. an oh. undefeated. Uh, football season. We need that. Man. And a
3: world record camp out.
5: World I'll... record, and, and maybe the Flyers to at least squeak into the playoffs as an ADP. <laughs> yeah.
3: I want to ask uh, Nick
0: how it was uh, getting down there and parking. This is the first game of the World Series. So there's a couple more uh, people that do have tickets are probably curious about. Uh, getting down there, uh, what a good time uh, to do that is. Parking, all the all the things that surround besides the game. You so know?
4: Th- this was my fourth game uh, in the postseason that I've been able to go to. And um, it, last night was the hardest to get in of the four. I mean, there just there were a lot of people going down there. People were going to Xfinity Live to hang out and tailgate. You know, people that weren't going into the stadium right. were just down there just to be down there. So uh, it took a long time. We got, we left my house, I think before six and uh, got to the ballpark around 7.15, and then it took another 15, 20 minutes just to park. So if you're going tonight or tomorrow night, give yourself plenty of time. The the other games that I've been to... I've gotten down there early. They've been. It's been. It's going to be really nice out tonight and tomorrow yeah. night. So get down and tailgate, hang out with your friends or whatever. But if you can get down there early,
0: were you getting nervous when when you get stuck in all the traffic? Like,
4: come on, come on come, on, come on, come on. We're yeah. gonna, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. And, a, and I was with my dad, and my dad has limited mobility, so I like. I wanted to make sure that we could get in. From get the on my back, Dad. <laughs> right,
1: I'm carrying you
5: in, buddy. Um, if the traffic is anything close to what it was like on Sunday for the Eagles game, uh, it took me. I did the same thing. Uh, I was like, oh, I'll go down last minute. Everybody's already, you know, everybody's
4: already going to be there. And that was a 1 o'clock start, That right? was a
5: 1 o'clock start, and I left my house at noon, right? It, no traffic takes me 20 minutes, 25 minutes to get to the stadium. It took me two hours to Jeez. get from my Whoa. driveway into the stadium. Wow. It was ridiculous. And I was getting like, you know, at a certain point, I was like, okay, this is just hilarious. Uh, that it, it took a little while to get to that point. It's because, the funniest thing <laughs>
3: ever. Um, yeah, I was like, why? Where isn't everybody in the stadium? Like, why is the traffic like this you know, at it, this w- point? It, it, when you talk about events like this or anything, I've over the years had to train myself to not let the subsequent event I'm so excited about get ruined <laughs> by the trip there, yeah. and I would let that happen. And I've tried to, and I, I've gotten pretty good at it. It's such a wonderful thing. No matter what happens, that'll be great. You just deal with knowing that in some way it's going to F up.
12: If you can, take the train. I can't recommend it enough. The subway is so easy. They put extra trains on the orange line so you can just get down there, hop off, and then and leaving. You, it's easy because they added extra trains, and it just, I can't recommend it you enough. You're
3: going to take it in from Harleysville, Preston? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, that's the
9: thing. <laughs> I don't, like, I that's don't have easy. that option. That's like,
2: easy once you get to the city. Like, if, yeah. if there yeah. is somewhere else yes. you can park in the city and then take the train yeah, so down, do you down South that you suggest
0: You know, go into Center City, park in a garage or a, a lot, and then jump on the train. 100%. Okay.
2: All right.
9: Yeah. All right. Wait,
4: what, what was the uh, train debacle in 2008? Was it for the parade where, like, people were getting stranded on the side of the tracks? You guys yeah. remember that? Oh, I yeah. Think, no, yeah. I think
2: that was for the game. Uh,
12: for the World Series parade, the trains were so full that they just stopped stopping. Yes. Right. So it like, would, it they
3: would just would pass the, uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It right by you. If it yeah. was like the
12: Norristown line, it would be full uh, by yeah. like Maniunk, Young. So all the other stops, like the train was just going. But I did get down there That's and hilarious. I saw the um, Budweiser uh, little pregame um, festival that they're having. And it was awesome. Split Decision was playing. And yeah, they're, they're playing
0: like, again tonight. Yeah, they were yeah. like,
12: hey, we're Split Decision. We're going to be here tomorrow and Thursday. And um, hey, here's DJ Jazzy Jeff. So Split Decision was opening for Jazzy Jeff. It was so cool.
0: I've played with Split Decision before. Ooh. I got. I got on stage with them one time. Maybe I could do that tomorrow. Oh. Play a song.
3: Ladies
8: and gentlemen, yes, Preston Elliott, <laughs> followed <laughs> by the World Series.
0: I think I'm gonna. I, I, I think I'm gonna get down there. I was surprised at how late both of you guys were going down there. Like I thought you would want to be down there for hours. Walking. I'm going to try to get down there like two hours ahead of time. Yeah. You should and
3: take it all Sure, but And also, when you're there. It's going to be so the sights and sounds and stuff you have really haven't had a chance to appreciate so yeah. far. So, yeah, take it all in. I think yeah. that's the great that way to do w- it. I will Are tomorrow we taking off Friday? <laughs>
2: absolutely.
3: Yes, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes absolutely. <laughs> I'm calling an audible. Hey, let's take
0: off
4: next week, too. Yeah.
3: yeah. You know, this just is hang down by the Citizens by the, yeah. Bank Park. Yeah, you just stay
4: there. Uh, d- I don't know if we'll you guys on camp app. saw it on the TV last night, but um, when Marsh hit that home run, I guess that there was a bit of a, uh, a little controversy because the kid dropped it and they didn't know if it, it was a home run or not. Yep. Uh, but Budweiser had paid for all of those bad ...along the fence, so Bud's had yeah. a ton of advertising... I saw advertising that. last night.
0: What was the hashtag? Hit it, hit hit the Buds hit, or something like I don't, that? I don't know, actually. I don't know exactly what that Wax is. Wax that ass. By the way, that kid's name is Ty Cooner, 10 years old... ...of Wilmington, Delaware. Wow. Uh, and, um, you know, yeah, it was kind of funky at first... ...because I had forgotten what the rules are... ...if a fan touches a ball that's yeah. on its way out... Um, ...and didn't know if he had maybe ruined it or not... ...but apparently it was all good... Um, And uh, Marsh didn't know either. Right? He he wasn't sure what had happened. He
4: stopped at second, and then uh, the umpires, I guess, convened and said it was a home run, and then they reviewed it and then confirmed that it was a home run. But yeah, it was uh, hashtag hit the buds, Preston. Uh, And apparently
0: uh, Nick Castellanos later on uh, went and threw a ball uh, to that kid.
4: But by accident. He didn't realize that that was the kid that had (laughs) dropped the ball.
0: Yeah, in fact, his quote was, I look for a kid, man. That's just a coincidence that it happened to be him. He just threw threw a ball (laughs) up to a kid and it happened to be that kid. Yeah. What are the odds? He, he would have gotten two if he yeah. would have held on to the
4: first one. Uh, Castellanos made another great catch last night. I mean, uh, he, you know, he's not doing a, a ton at the plate in this uh, postseason, but he ma- he's made three incredible catches, including, in my mind, what could be a series-saving catch in game one because if he had dropped that ball or they had gotten a hit in the n- bottom of the ninth inning in game mm-hmm. one, Astros would have won that game, would have been a very different series, and Castellanos made another great catch last night.
0: Uh, by the way, that kid got even another ball, Tom McCarthy, hand delivered him a baseball that was autographed oh. by Jimmy Rollins and Jason Warren nice. Oh man.
6: Awesome. He, he made
4: out you, like a You bandit. better bring
3: your mitt tomorrow night.
4: Wow. He had his mitt, Steve. Yeah. He, he had did. a glove and yeah. he pressed
0: it.
3: Oh,
0: wow, so it's it's happening. It's happening in a big way right now, man. Yep. Uh hang on a second here. Somebody wants to offer some advice on driving down to the area. I've got uh Don online. Hey Don, good morning. Good morning, Gadzook. Gadzook, buddy. All right, it says here that you are a rideshare driver, right?
10: That is correct. I wanted to comment on trying to get out of the game is that towards the end of the game, they will close off access to Patterson and other areas. So we rideshare drivers and cab drivers cannot get into that area. Ah. If we're in there before they close it off, that's fine. But when the the, um, fans are coming out and they want to get a ride right there, we can't get to them. They have to walk out to us. All right, where,
0: where where are some areas that uh, that you guys will be?
10: Um, up on Darien towards Live Casino and out on Broad Street.
3: Yeah, okay. Live seems to be the the, the most logical, right, in that area.
10: Yeah, that's um, that's you walk right up tenth, and that's sort of easy for us. But um, a lot of rideshare are going to be along Broad Street outside of the parking lot.
0: What about over by like uh, Chickies and Pete's over that way?
10: No, that's going to be
0: blocked off as well. You're going to have to go further up past Darien. No wow. kidding. Okay. Oh All right. Geez. Thank you for the heads up, man. Appreciate it, Don.
10: No problem. Get, zooks. Get, Get zooks, zooks.
0: buddy. All right. Cool. All right. Well, listen, this is crazy, exciting stuff, but we need to take a break. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day this morning. Uh, so we're going to come back with that. We have the B-File coming up. And I would like to give away a $25 gift certificate for Liberty Union Bar and Grill in Chester Springs. Bud Light Thursday night kickoff is tomorrow night. Brent Porsche will be there from 7 to 9. We'll take caller number 8 at two one five two six three 263 wmmr they brought by some great food, but we'll yeah. dive into it in just a moment here. Uh, but don't forget, it's a chance for you to win uh, tickets to see the Eagles play Green Bay November 27th. There's all kinds of signed merch and Bud Light stuff. You can go to WMMR.com for the details. We'll be back
6: in just a moment. Caller number eight will set you up. Did you know you can listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR.
8: Celebrate the coziest season with Acme. They're bringing all the fall flavors to you from pumpkin everything to caramel apples and all your seasonal favorites. Make the most of fireside dinners, game-winning touchdowns, and warm family gatherings. Acme's here to help you spice, season, and savor every moment. You'll find fresh inspiration, chef-curated recipes, on-demand cooking classes, and more just waiting to be enjoyed. So slow down and fall into flavor at acmemarkets.com slash
6: fall. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: We should be going on uh, Fox Food Day in about thirty seconds or so. I want to thank again our friends from uh, Liberty Union Bar and Grill for stopping by this morning and uh, some great food. I had some shrimp and grits. This oh, morning. how is that fantastic? And they brought all these wraps and stuff. They got great food. Brent Porsche will be at their location in Chester Springs. They have two locations, by the way, one in Kimberton as well. I'll be there tomorrow night from 7 to 9 for uh, the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. So make sure you stop by. They'll have some stuff to give away and so on. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. That's what the music means. So here we go.
11: <laughs> the
4: hell is this? I don't know. <laughs> hey. who I saw at the Phillies game last night. Who did you what? see?
0: Marissa. Oh, hey. Yeah, she was there. Nick was there as well last night.
2: Oh, wow. How are you guys feeling this morning?
0: Uh,
4: pretty
2: damn good.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're doing all right. They uh a little sore, a <laughs> little hoarse and little all, tired. but, you know, uh, everybody had such a great time last night. I'm sure Worth you guys it. did too.
4: Oh yeah! It was, uh, it, 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 I was
9: at home, but this guy—he yeah. was mean, all in yeah.
4: it. Well, it was, and it was so exciting from the very beginning. You know, with the home run by Bryce right off the bat, and the great catch by, by Nick—it was just electric. The entire nobody ever sat down. The place was rocking. Um, is it is that the talk of your show today
0: or not? Yeah, I mean we, we we're we, skipping it. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't help it. Yeah, it's uh, and, and we're excited. Some of us are lucky <laughs> enough to be going to uh, to game five. Uh, others have have been to you know. Uh, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, a few of the other playoff games and so on. So we're we're diving right into it. And I, I and I personally can't wait. I've never been to a World Series game before in my life, and so I'm excited for the excitement.
2: Oh, and it, and I, it was just one point last night, speaking of excitement, I literally was thinking to myself, is this real? Like, all these things were happening. And I was like, this is amazing.
3: Uh, it's it's an embarrassment of riches when you stop and think about how everything is going, like with the Eagles and, the, you know, the union and, and this yeah. going on. And then we have, uh, listen, our, our camp out for hunger is next week. Yeah. We we might be at like ground zero for a uh, a parade, which is going to be pretty wild. We'll see what happens, right. but very exciting. Yeah,
11: don't yeah. <laughs> get ahead of
2: ourselves. Of I
4: don't want to
3: I do. Have to say the same thing, but, Mike. Yep.
4: Yeah, we could have the
11: yeah just, yeah. But
3: man, you, you know, you because Are
2: you guys doing any like?
3: That's yeah, true. You do it's
2: a plan. But are you guys doing any like superstitious things? Like, I'm no, not we,
3: we're
5: I'm not, not into that. <laughs> no, 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 no. We're, we're
3: not superstitious. No, at absolutely. All. In fact, I was just telling Casey. I I don't watch any of the games live. I watch highlights because <laughs> that's how we won the Super oh, Bowl okay. last time. And that's the, uh, because I literally record and then we'll go through. Because I have never in my life seen a team that I was supporting win in real time so I'm not I'm not gonna buck the system
4: yeah I gotta tell you um, Steve I'm a little bit the same way yeah. yeah yeah now that that DVR
8: is humming <laughs> I will leave my apartment and walk around the block
4: uh,
9: yes oh my
0: God. Nah, i it. i don't I don't buy it at all we i have, i uh, um, what I do has absolutely nothing to do with what the team does. They're the people that are working they make it happen. True. I put it all on them yeah. we yeah. we lend support and 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 just sit back and enjoy what's happening. And well, Alex,
5: that's why we have to step in and pull our our weight. We or, or we like give Preston.
3: them the latitude yeah. to believe that hokum. Yeah. that there that we none of this has any sway. And of course, they're going to take the logical, true route. But we prefer we prefer to just do this because we know it really makes the Your difference. Little
9: voodoo rituals <laughs> and uh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, go for
3: it. <laughs>
4: But I'm I, so I, weird. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought if I pulled on my right ear like Carol Burnett last night, good things would happen.
6: Oh, oh Casey God. was that's picking that's at his that's teeth that's the that. other
5: night uh, a specific way. Kid you not. I was picking at my teeth. I, I had this like flick thing that I was doing on the uh, the arms of my chair. I also this hat. I I have been wearing clashing outfits. Because uh, whatever doesn't match, along with this hat, has brought us victories. So it works. Yeah. So Preston, you can do whatever you want because I am. I am. We
4: believe we have. Yes. 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 (laughs)
5: Yes. (laughs) It's ridiculous. But it's been working. Oh God.
2: We had one. (laughs) We had one viewer who said they didn't watch Game One and we won, and so there now the whole house. No one can watch the game. All the TVs have to be turned off during the World Series. That must be so much fun.
3: Yeah. So last last night, I I tugged on my ear and I got an email from Carol Burnett asking me to stop it. <laughs> stop oh my God. Yeah.
0: Cease and desist. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank hey, you, you guys
0: I, They are they're on location, so uh, hey, they enjoy. have a little bit of a delay there. It's, Oh, there was? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Did you pick up on that? All right, but anyhow, uh, well, do whatever you want to do, gang. Uh, Things are looking good as of now, so it's a wonderful, it's a good spot to be in. Hopefully it continues on. All right, Bizarre File Stories, let's go. Now,
1: WMMR presents Priston and Steve's Bizarre. Bizarre File.
0: Brought to you this morning by Lorenzo & Sons Pizza. The iconic Lorenzo & Sons Pizza is a Philadelphia staple with locations in Westchester in Xfinity Live and in Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. You can visit Lorenzo'swestchester.com. This pretty wild story after being arrested at Miami International Airport on Sunday night, a one-time heavyweight boxer has been charged by the Department of Justice with attempting to smuggle 22 tons of cocaine a quantity worth more than a billion dollars. That's right. A What's box. that
3: in your pants, sir? <laughs> it's like a
0: billion. A boxer and a billion dollars uh, through the United States. God. Uh, Goran Gogik. As I assume, how you say his name, but he's a 43 year old citizen of Montenegro, uh, was called a major drug trafficker at the head of a criminal network in Monday's press release, which included details of what is one of the largest cocaine seizures in United States history. The 19,930 kilograms of cocaine were pulled off three commercial cargo ships, with prosecutors alleging that Gogic had masterminded the effort to traffic them from Colombia to Europe. Using American ports, his crew worked under the cover of night with cranes and nets to hoist the cocaine it's aboard amazing. the massive ships. It's amazing taking them off speedboats that drew up alongside them along their routes. Gogic was hit with one count of conspiracy and three counts of violating a federal maritime drug law enforcement act. Each charge carries a mandatory minimum of de- of a decade behind bars and possible life sentence. But that is the largest one of the largest cocaine bus of all uh, cargo time. ships, and a boxer yeah. was the man behind it. So. It's over now, though, so... Nothing's not over! Yeah. Nothing
9: is Nothing. over! Nothing!
0: Members of a Red Oak, Iowa family were able to escape their burning home after a driver who wound up on their street by mistake saw the flames and rushed to
3: wake them up. It's some horrifying footage. It is.
0: Brendan Britt told CNN that he was giving a friend a ride home early October 23rd, made a wrong turn, which took him right in front of the house. It was about 2 a.m., so he assumed that there were probably people inside. He called 911 and went onto the side of the house and started banging on windows. He said, I was screaming, yelling, just trying to wake them up. Because I just figured somebody was in the house and I just acted like there was no time to wait. I realized it was either now or never. And video from the home's doorbell camera showed the flames spreading quickly across the porch before the siblings ran out of the house and into the yard. Uh, Sisters, uh, by the way, these are the kids' names. Kindred and Spirit, yeah, and yeah. their little brother, Chris... Lou,
8: oh, there's a fire!
3: ...got
0: out first. Their older brother, Bryce, ran through the smoke fire, um, uh, smoke and fire about a minute later.
3: Get Jim in the end, Cricket!
0: Uh, the 22-year-old said, I walked <laughs> into an oven of heat and flames on the front wall. There. Look at this footage, Kathy. It's it's, it's right up.
9: Oh, wow. Yo. yeah, wow. Yeah. And, and
0: when the last guy comes out, it's even more <laughs> lit d- up than that. Directly overhead. So their mom, Tender was about 750 miles away in Montana at the time, dealing with a family emergency. Her husband was working on the other side of the state. Uh, she said it was awful. I immediately called my kids and got on FaceTime with the firefighters. And, yeah, it was crazy, but they were safe, and that was the main thing. This guy's a hero. Uh, Lehman said her mom drove back, uh, drove her back mm. home in record time to be back with the kids. Uh, she said that it was a miracle uh, that Britt happened to be in the area and was able to wake everyone up. Britt said firefighters arrived shortly after everyone made it out of the house. Uh, but the fire had spread very quickly. The fire department has not determined the cause of the fire. No one was injured, but Lehman said that five of the family dogs, two of which were emotional support animals, died in the fire. Damn. Yeah, uh, Lehman said they didn't have any insurance uh, because of a problem with the roof, but they had planned to sort that out next month, and oh. they lost everything in the fire. So there's a GoFundMe that has been set up to help them get back on their feet. But they have their lives and uh, they could have easily have lost those, too. Show
3: that footage to anyone who doesn't believe how
8: quickly a house can oh, go up. It's crazy. Yeah. All
0: right, in Baltimore, a woman was arrested Monday after police say she screamed obscenities and exposed herself to children trick-or-treating on Halloween night. Around 7.30 p.m., uh, officers were called, and they found 45-year-old Wendy Kazarek exposing herself and screaming while handing I'm tweaking out- my nipples <laughs> right now. <laughs> While uh, handing out candy, that wow. was. Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, uh, that was uh, a. Yeah. I'm <laughs>
13: tweaking my nipples
0: right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was from a live show we did one time. <laughs> Terrifying. Officers <laughs> arrested uh, Kazrick in the driveway without incident. She faces charges of indecent exposure. And Is that a
3: Venus flytrap? <laughs> disorderly oh,
0: conduct. God. No, uh, and she was released on her own recognizance. <laughs> <gasps> <gasps> mm. Uh, let's see, hundreds of people were evacuated from a Birmingham, England, New Street station after a security alert that turned out to be caused by a cannabis grinder. Uh-huh. All services in and out of the station were suspended after reports of a suspicious, suspicious package. What's a, what's a cannabis grinder? Expert, well, it uh, grinds up marijuana. Oh, okay. Uh, so uh, experts discover the item found on a platform is actually a cannabis grinder in the shape of of a grenade, oh, my
9: so God. it looked
0: yeah. like a grenade. Yeah, something that won't
3: raise suspicion.
0: Uh, commuters were allowed back in, but uh, disruption is uh, supposed to be lasting until, uh, or did last until the end of the day. Uh, Birmingham New Street is the busiest station outside of London, and the security alert saw commuters turned away while others were left stuck on trains outside of the station (laughs) in a grenade. All right, and then we will uh, wrap it up with one more story. Uh, How about this one? A painting by abstract Dutch artist Pete. Mondrian, has been hanging upside down in various museums since it was first put on display 75 years ago. <laughs> you dumb asses. An art historian has found out, but warned it could uh, disintegrate if it was hung the right side up now. The 1941 picture, which... It is kind of stupid looking, I think. A complex interlacing lattice of red, yellow, black, and blue adhesive tapes.
3: Listen, buddy, no one cares. It, it just looks like yeah,
0: somebody... That, that's took, crap. That's oh. it, Casey. See okay. that? Yeah. It, it's crap. Okay. Uh, but anyhow, it's art. Uh, and it was, uh, it was called New York City One. And Doesn't it Doesn't even look like New York City. First put on display at New York's MoMA in 1945, but has hung at the art collection... ...of the German federal state of North Rhine, Westphalia, in Dusseldorf since 1980.
3: The museum wants to profoundly apologize for hanging your stupid art the wrong
0: way. <laughs> so, apparently, it's been upside down for 75 years. If you guys saw a picture of this, I think you would agree. So, who
3: complained? Who, who caught it?
0: Nobody complained, yeah. but but somebody had noticed that there was another, uh, uh, like, a recreation that was done of it, and, and it was hung in the proper Statue way. of Liberty is upside down. Yeah, so... Uh, the part of the problem is that unlike most of uh, Mondrian's earlier works, New York City One does not bear the artist's signature, possibly because he hadn't deemed it finished. Uh-huh. And despite of the evidence pointing to the work being currently displayed upside down, the work will be shown the way that it is hung for 75 years in the New Mondrian uh, Evolution, uh, the New Mondrian Evolution show that opens in Düsseldorf on Saturday. Maybe if you made it look like the stuff you said it was. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre. I, I honestly can't believe you guys can't tell. I mean, look at that. I mean, look at it.
3: It's, it's yeah, like a photograph. On yeah. second glance, it's, it's Steve, like a I mean, photograph. You gotta, you gotta look
4: back, you know? Let me, let me take a look. Back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, me Steve, come back. on. That's, that's new. Oh, job. I feel so stupid. Oh, yeah, I mean, honestly,
3: <laughs> a bunch of Philistines. It looks like an incomplete subway map. <laughs> mm. Yeah, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, you're right. All right, and uh, with that, I'm going to give away another $25 gift card from our friends at Liberty Union Bar and Grill who have come by this morning. We'll give away this one to the Chester Springs location which is where Brett Porsche is going to be tomorrow night. It is for the Thursday night kickoff. And stop by because you can score Eagles tickets, custom MMR, Bud Light T-shirts, signed Eagles merchandise, all courtesy of our friends at Bud Light. And you can click events at WMMR.com for more details. Call number 15. We will give you that $25 gift card. So give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. When we get back, Michael Imperioli yes. uh, from The Sopranos, amongst many other things, uh, will be joining us. There's an event coming up with a uh, cast of The Sopranos uh, at the Keswick... On November 12th. So we'll talk to him when we return. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment.
1: Preston and Steve's 25th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center complex. Starting Monday, November 7th, they'll be live from inside the Bimbo Bakeries USA broadcast tent.
6: Hey, gang,
0: your support has always been amazing, and we're hoping you can help out again. Plus, we've missed your
3: faces. Come enjoy some Dunkin' Coffee, have fun, and say hi.
1: Donate non-perishable food items at our drive-through drop-off with volunteers equipped by Stopper Gloves. And safety, or make a donation at WMMR.com and at the register of your local Acme Market. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger.
6: Made possible by Victory Brewing Company, Campbell Soup, Cash Cow Vending, Seabox Custom Shipping
1: Containers, Gilbane Building Company, and Thackray Crane. 93.3 3 WMMR, putting Philly first.
0: Yes, our guest is on uh, the line via Zoom, and he is going to be a part of this event at the Keswick Theater November 12th. Please welcome Michael Imperioli. Hey, Michael, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Congratulations. We're doing great. Thank you. Yeah, the things are wonderful <laughs> in the city of Philadelphia. Everybody's in this bizarrely great mood today, man.
11: Yeah, well, you deserve it.
0: No, thanks, man. Hey, listen, I, I wanted to, um, uh, to mention how uh, impressed I am with the type of life that you lead. You live a very, from what I've seen on the surface anyhow... Uh, a very cool uh arty awesome life. Obviously, you're a phenomenal actor, you're a musician, uh you're a chef and uh what I wasn't aware of was the um the meditation that you dive into as well. You're this very well-rounded guy. You Renaissance look- man. Yeah, I think that's I'm not right. a chef
11: by any means. <laughs> you're not a
0: chef? You like to cook though, don't you?
11: I cu- I can- I could cook okay, but I'm definitely not a chef. Um what? I do play in a band, um, so that's true. But chef, I would, I would no, I wouldn't.
0: <laughs> All right, I take that part back. I'm, now I'm just that much
11: less impressed. With you're just you whittling me. away. <laughs> if you saw me in the kitchen, you would be less impressed. I have a
3: feeling you're probably better than you're letting on. But you, you, you're very. I was uh, reading an interview with you, with you, and you sort of delineated between uh, people were calling uh, chefs artists, and you were saying they're craftsmen, and uh, you, you kind of. Broke down how you feel about it, but you clearly derive joy from cooking. Correct?
11: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, cooking's a great, a great thing, and you know, a great, ch- a great chef, you know, is uh, to be held in high esteem, no doubt.
3: Right, do the do the finer Italian restaurants offer unlimited breadsticks?
11: <laughs> no, <laughs> they usually don't even have breadsticks.
0: <laughs> hey, uh, so with with the event, with the uh, in conversation uh, with the Sopranos, uh, Michael, what's it like? You know, the series has been gone for a long time, but it's still a big part in the world of pop culture, and people still love it and tout it as one of the greatest television shows ever. Um, is it is it fun to still talk about it after all these years?
11: It's fun seeing how important the show is to fans, really. And, uh, you know, we do this all around the country. We've done it in Australia, actually. Um, And I'm always amazed at how people really feel This show occupies a big place in their lives. Today, when they first saw it, a lot of people who come to our show saw it when it was first on the air and they have memories of doing like soprano parties on sunday with their family and friends and making pasta or ordering pizza and um they have fond memories of those times and then people today seem to be discovering it who were too young back then um but uh it's really fun relating to the fans um and just seeing their enthusiasm and getting to talk to them and answer their questions and and, and that's that's the fun of it for me.
3: It was listed. Uh, there was I forget who did what they were calling the definitive list of binged shows during the pandemic, and The Sopranos sat squarely in there. You have a whole bunch of new fans who you know who had no idea of its original run.
11: No, that's that's totally true, and that's really wild. Um, you know, I was in. I noticed that happened right before the pandemic, maybe about a year before. It was 2019. I was shooting something here in New York in Central Park. And this, like, 18-year-old kid from Scotland approached <laughs> me and said, I'm a big fan, he, he rolls up his pant leg, and there's a tattoo of... Me, as Christopher, on his (laughs) leg. Oh, wow. On his calf. And I was like, what? (laughs) First of all, you know, you're 18, you're from Scotland, and you tattooed yourself. And and they're like, no, I'm a big fan. Um, And from then on, I realized, oh, wow, the the younger generation is discovering this show and really, really, really liking it. I'm on Instagram, and I got this week a whole load of photos of mostly young people. Dressed as me and Adriana for Halloween. Wow.
4: <laughs> that's, that's so cool. Michael, I've I watched the show three times uh, from beginning to end. It's probably my favorite show of all time. Uh, and and the first time I watched it was when it was airing originally. Um, and yeah. there was these interesting spaces that took place in between the episodes and the seasons. You know, there were long gaps. You would kind of forget what was going on. And then the third time that I watched it was during the pandemic. I watched it with my girlfriend who had never seen it before. So the uh, it was cool for me to revisit characters that I knew to see you again um, but I, I always maintained, um, in my mind anyway, that, that Tony was a real person, that Christopher was a real person. When I wasn't watching episodes of The Sopranos, I was wondering, what's Carmella getting at the grocery store today? The, 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 the way that that writing conveyed the characters to me, and, and then, of course, your performances, uh, it just seemed like such a real show. And yes, it was, it was mafia-based and mob-based, but it just seemed to me like the characters made that show so wonderful.
11: Yeah, and I think that especially people... Um, in the Northeast, you know, the East Coast, the people in, you know, New York, New Jersey, Boston, Philly, especially uh, as well, um, who kind of understand those people who have been around those people. I don't mean mafia. I mean, like right. Italian Americans, middle class, you know, working class and kind of get it. Um, it's even. I think even more. Yeah, you think they're real people, and you you look at them that way.
3: You know, it's it's interesting because obviously you were you are in Goodfellas as well as, as Spider, and and you you've had a couple of uh, uh you know experiences with movies that do deal with um uh the the mafia and obviously the Sopranos. And you'll hear occasionally I, going back to the the Godfather um, that occasionally the the mob will become fans of these projects and will offer. Uh, consulting advice. Have you, in your time, gotten a, a little bit of input? Have been critiqued by anyone associated with the mob?
11: Um, I was offered some uh, <laughs> consultation. I, I was at Rayo's. If, I don't know if you know. Rayo's is a restaurant in East Harlem, New York, that you can't really go to. You You kind of own a table. So, like, you have Monday night and so us, you know and right. that's it and if you give up your table that for monday night someone else can go uh so it's a lot of celebrities it's mob guys it's judges it's uh singers you never know who's going to be there it could be mm-hmm. billy joel it could be the head of the you know colombo family or okay. something. you never know who's going to be at next next to you but i was there with tony sirico rest his soul and Vinny pastor and I, tony knew the guy at the next table was a he passed away. I think he was a captain in the Genovese family. And he came over to the table to say hello and he goes, Hey, and you, if you re- you know, you're- kid, if you really want to know how to, and he emotion strangling someone with a oh uh, piano wire, yeah. if you really want to know how to do that, I can teach you. Oh. I was like, Wow, okay. I'm okay for now. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting on my breadsticks. Yeah. Uh, oh my we're going to order some coffee in a minute and, yeah. and we'll talk. But, uh,
0: That's great. That's happened. Good. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, well, listen, uh, with, with uh, obviously the, the event and, and the Sopranos going on, uh, now I haven't had a chance to see it yet, but uh, White Lotus is entering into yeah. its second season. Nick has been watching Yeah,
4: that. I, I love the first season. Um, and uh, Michael, it was, it was incredible. And then I think only two characters coming back from the first season and the second. And then your your character is visiting. Sicily with his father played by F Murray Abraham and then you bring your son, son along as well. Uh great show, beautiful setting for both seasons. Where do they shoot season 2 for for White Lotus? Um we
11: were in Sicily for the for the first two months. Uh two months plus actually. We were in Taormina, which is the east coast uh, Mediterranean coast there and then um and then we traveled around a bit to Palermo and some other cities, but uh working in Sicily was a dream gig um and you know speaking of what you said about people you thinking you knew tony right so on instagram people are watching white lotus are going great job tony would be proud
9: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
3: like, what? that's how but that's yeah, i understand yeah. that it yeah. just it just permeates yeah. you know i was surprised to learn um michael that um the gandafini james gandafini you guys are just about four or five years apart in age
11: yeah, that's interesting because a lot of people always think, um, you know, uh, they were like, was James like a mentor to you? Was, did you, you know, you know, and it's like, no, James, uh, James and I were much closer in age than Chris, Christopher and Tony were right. a lot further apart. Um, we were just pals, you know, um, we were kind of, when we started at similar places in our career, both of us had done some good stuff. We had, you know, decent reputations, um, we weren't you know known by everybody and then the sopranos obviously changed everything and he became you know a gigantic star mm-hmm. um but and he had just gotten married i had already had a couple of kids he had a kid right after we started and we kind of you know we we were buddies i, I miss him terribly he was a very good friend and mm. what a tremendous actor and yeah. a really great guy we talk we talk quite a bit about jim uh, in the conversation uh, show, we have some stories about him and about who he was and some fun and some kind of touching ones. Michael, I got
4: to spend some time with uh, Michael Gandolfini, who, who, of course, played young Tony in, in The Many Saints of York, And then uh, Alessandra Nivola played your uh, fictional father in that uh, in that movie. Um, it's a really interesting take on The Sopranos world. You know, it's, it's a prequel that's a movie and not, a, not an extended TV series. What were your thoughts on it? Be- I, I enjoyed it. But it's. Anybody that goes in to see that movie, it's different than the show, but it's different from the show by its very nature. It's a movie versus a, a, a six seasons of a, of a television program.
11: Yeah, I enjoyed it for the mythology, kind of like the origin stories of the characters, and just I thought it was very uh, creative that way and reflective of its time because it takes place mostly in the '60s. Um, I thought there were some great performances, but I really liked the the way they delved into the history. You know, and some of the stuff that I didn't really even know about the characters, and that would reverberate into the actual series of The Sopranos. It was you, fun.
3: I wanted to ask you because you've worked a number of times with uh, Spike Lee: uh, uh, mm-hmm. Clockers, Jungle Fever, Girl, Six, um, Malcolm X, Malcolm X, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, that is to me is is a stag. I know to many a staggering masterpiece. Um, uh, any, uh, obviously, you work well together. Any any particular memories from that set, and and, and you know. Basically, Denzel becoming Ma- Malcolm X and in an incredible performance. Anything you remember specifically that jumps to mind?
11: Well, I had a tiny bit in that one. I played a reporter interviewing uh, him at, uh, after his house gets firebombed. But I just remember being in the makeup trailer, and the chair next to me was empty. And then they were just, you know, kind of combing my hair and putting makeup on. And then when I looked over again, he was in the chair, like he came in very quietly, and. He wasn't Denzel at that point. Uh-huh. Like, he was Malcolm X. Like, wow. there wasn't... There was no chit-chat, like, hey, I saw you in this, or how's it... You know, it was like he was way deep into that character, and um, it certainly translated to the screen cause Yeah, what a performance that was. Yeah. As
0: as an actor, have you found yourself uh, in that zone before in some of the roles you've taken on? Oh, sure. On?
11: Yeah? I mean, you want to go uh i mean i don't i don't keep that you know 24 7 kind of thing you know nor do i um but yeah you 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 do get to that place when you're in something especially something where you're working a lot like every day or something you know a job like that but um uh, you should also find it in your relationships to other actors. You know, like I mean, this didn't happen on purpose. Mar- Murray Abraham and I are now very good friends. I'm actually going to go celebrate his birthday on Friday with my wife. My wife was with me in Sicily, and the three of us spent a lot of time together. Um, but you're, th- you're you're working as father and son, and you kind of look to find those ways in and those parallels, and and it turned into a really great friendship. But um, and I think that translates to the screen in this show.
4: Michael, while we have you on, I, I have to ask you about the Pine Barrens episode. It, it's um, ridiculously... Um, <laughs> the, the, it's so damn funny. When I watched it again, the way that you and, and Tony Sirico get lost in, in the woods in New Jersey <laughs> and, and there's all these miscommunications happening. Um, I don't know if you've watched it in subsequent years, but it's... You know, you, you see these shows and you think, oh, this is a drama, but damn, was that episode hilarious.
11: Yeah, I mean, people always talk about... Um, you know, like I just, I did this show this year on Hulu called This Fool, which is a flat-out half-hour comedy. And people are like, do you like doing comedy? I'm like, to me, The Sopranos was as much as a comedy as anything. You know, the miracle of The Pine Barrens was, uh, well, A, we didn't shoot in The Pine Barrens because uh, there was a some kind of council person or, or local politician who wouldn't give us the permits because he said, The Sopranos made Italians look bad. (laughs) That guy wound up getting arrested on corruption. That's true. That's a true story. Yeah, yeah. Irony. So we shot it in in New York, upstate New York near West Point. It was not meant to be shot in the snow. So the the few days before we were going up to shoot it, there was this blizzard. And they're like, we're going to have to postpone it. And someone said, wait a second. This could be gold. Yeah, it's even more of an alien landscape. They're even more fish out of water. They're not prepared for the snow. They're wearing Gucci loafers, you know. <laughs> They're so, eating ketchup packets. Yeah, I think that made it even better. That was just kind of that was just luck. That's great.
0: Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, Michael Imperioli is going to be at uh, Keswick Theatre on November 12th uh, for In Conversation with the Sopranos. Uh, Michael, Nick had mentioned, you know, whether you had uh, asked if, if you had seen an episode, uh, that particular episode. And uh, I was curious how often it does happen, uh, because you you keep yourself wrapped up in, in many projects, uh, that you will watch the finished project. Because, you know, you you spend hours and hours on the set and and doing your job. Uh, But obviously there's hours and hours afterwards of work that has to be done in post. And I don't know if you eventually go back and do watch those episodes or films that you're in every time or just occasionally. Or you might, oh, just stumble upon it by accident. How does it usually work?
11: Um, I need a lot of distance before I start, before I watch something. Just because when it's fresh, like White Lotus was shot in... You know, the spring, basically, and I'm not ready to watch that just because I get I get too caught up in what I didn't do rather Mm. than what I did, what I wished I did, what I should have done. Uh, I can't have any kind of objective enjoyment of it um so i kind of let let it sit for a while when it's way too late to worry about it. okay
3: <laughs> <laughs> I-, I wanted to ask you as well because i'm a, I'm a fan of uh, summer of sam and and uh I, that's um i think that's a, a very underrated movie and you co-wrote the screenplay on that correct
11: i did i co-wrote it with a guy named victor caliccio and uh, and spike uh i actually victor and i started that script and then i brought it to spike wow um to direct it, I wanted to direct it originally, and Spike was going to executive produce it, and we couldn't get a deal. I wasn't really ready to do something like that, and it died for a while. And then Spike said, "You know, I think I want to do this," and we were like, "Fantastic!" But um, I just saw it again after a long time, a couple of weeks ago. Spike teaches at NYU, and he brought myself and John Leguizamo in for the class, and they screened it. And in some ways, I think it's more. Um, I think it resonates more now than it did when it came out because um, it, it's, you know, it's about a lot of things that are currently going on in our society. And I think it not and I'm not talking about serial killer. I'm just talking about, you know, fear and, yeah. you know, xenophobia and, yeah. you know, hatred and judgment and things. And it's I'm really proud of that one. Do You know, I it's
3: a great movie to me because I, I was I remember clearly being in New York when all that was going on. And, and to me, it is. One of those uh, sort of pitch-perfect snapshots where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's what it was like. That's what it was like. And it's kind of like looking through no one would keep a scrapbook of Son of Sam. But but it is that kind yeah. of experience.
11: Yeah, and people – there's never really been anything like that in New York since, thank God. Yeah. Because, you know, where the whole city is really in fear of maybe being the next victim of some, you know – Serial killer. I clearly
3: like, remember. It's not happened. Yes.
11: I mean, I don't think it could really, you know, because it we're, you know, the way surveillance is different. There's cameras everywhere. So it would be a lot harder for that to happen, thank God. But, um, Man, was it, it! If you lived through it, you know exactly what. Absolutely, and you did.
0: You did a cool way of weaving some uh, pop culture in the in the punk movement. You know, with Adrian and Brody's character yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. It was. It was that based on people you knew, or uh... it,
11: was, it was a little bit based on um, some people that Victor knew. He was. Okay. He was Older than me, so okay. I, I was only eleven during that summer. So I wasn't going to clubs or hanging, you know, right. or anything like that. But but he was older, so he remembered really what was going on then. So yeah. So, so you lived in the Bronx. I lived in Mount Vernon, which was uh, Berkowitz lived right, uh, you know, two miles away from me. Wow. Some of that stuff happened very close to where we live.
3: We're talking about the punk movement in your own musical taste. You're 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 um, I know you're a fan of uh, of the dolls and uh, you're kind of like mm-hmm. an like an indie rock kind of fan, correct?
11: I'm a, yeah. My band Zopa is an indie rock band, Who We played in Philly um, in August uh, at Johnny Brenda's. Oh,
9: nice. is- ah. yep. Yeah. Yeah.
11: Yeah, and we played in January, we played a Kung Fu necktie, and I have to say, the Philly crowds, and I'm not saying this because I'm honest, I'm with you guys, it's really true, you asked my bandmates, the Philly crowds are the most fun, most enthusiastic, really, um, just really get you going and, and energetic, and those two shows were highlights of, you know, we had a, a a midwinter tour and we had a little mid-summer tour, and those were highlights of the
3: It's cool to hear, I mean, you, you, got, you got some accolades if I'm... Um Remembering correctly, uh, Rolling Stone gave you a, a nice nod as well, yeah, correct? Yeah,
11: we were on the best of 20... Uh, our album, La Dolce Vita, was on the best of 2021 list. Which nice. That's pretty wild. Very unexpected, but very welcomed.
0: With that, and uh, have you had a chance to, to meet some of your uh, your musical heroes? Or, or uh, even better so, had a chance to jam with anybody of that level?
11: Um, I don't know. You know, jamming on that level is a little weird i did do a benefit last year for god's love we deliver in new york and i got to play there was like 30 musicians on stage so there was a lot of guitars <laughs> mine was probably <laughs> the sound engineer probably turned mine way down, oh, <laughs> way down. <laughs> was Easy top was on stage as was warren haynes and, oh, and okay. some other like geniuses but that was right. standing kind of 10 feet away from Billy Gibbons on stage was pretty wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs>
4: and, and talking yeah. about The Sopranos, I mean, did you ever get to play with Little Steven or you know, were any Bruce ah. influences or anything along those lines when, when you were filming The Sopranos?
11: Um, we went to see Bruce. The Sopranos went to see Bruce at uh, in New Jersey, which seeing Bruce in New Jersey <laughs> is an experience. And it's, it's like, you know, I don't know. It's. It's like seeing the Pope in (laughs) Rome. Yeah, Yeah.
3: Uh, it's kind of where you need to see him. Yeah,
11: yeah, uh, that was that was pretty amazing. And my my uncle, who turned me on to Bruce when I was a kid, who was a lifelong Bruce fan, I took him and he got to meet Bruce, which blew His mind. Wow. You know? Man. So that was cool. Nice perks.
0: Uh, is Stephen, is old Stephen uh, Van Zandt somebody you stay in touch with or run into from time yeah, to time? We
11: yeah, we all stay in touch together. That's you great know, to I it. mean, this show and particularly the in conversation here that we're coming to Philly with is Steve Sharipa and myself. We did the podcast together, Sopranos Podcast, and Vincent Pastor, who played Big Pussy. It's the three of us. Um, but, you know, the Sopranos. A lot of us knew each other before The Sopranos. Like, I knew Vinny before. I knew John Ventimiglia, who played Artie Bucco. I knew Edie. I knew Tony Sirico. Uh, and so that success that we had together on that show even bonded us further like a family. So it, it is, it still has that vibe, you know?
0: There's, there's got to be a flowchart of all you guys, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. of all the movies that have tendrils to one <laughs> another, where all, oh, all of you yeah. connected. And, and it's got to be voluminous.
11: Yeah, because, to be honest, you know, the Italian-American actor community in New York is not that big. So, you know, like uh, I ran into Catherine Narducci the other day. She played Artie Bucco's wife, Charmaine. Okay. She's doing a new movie where she plays De Niro's wife again, (laughs) because she played De Niro's wife in A Bronx Tale. She played Joe Pesci's wife (laughs) in... Uh, the Irishman, she played my wife in Witness to the Mob. She goes, I feel like I just get passed around wise guy to wise guy. You're
3: a hell of a wife. Uh, speaking uh, of that, I, I have to say, because you're, you're uh, you know, Spider in Goodfellas. And you have a couple of scenes that are just, you know, amusing and super tense. And you're, you're obviously you're at a younger point in your career. When you have Scorsese, De Niro, Pesci, and you have in that particular scene, them turning their uncertainty and their rage at you or specifically Joe Pesci, is it hard not to, um, to lose concentration? Because to me, that would seem a terrifying place, even though you're acting to be in, to be at the end of that craziness.
11: Yeah. Well, that was, I had been doing film for a year at that point. I'd done three little parts in three movies. This was the fourth. Obviously to me, it was a giant, it was like going from college baseball to you know the world series yeah really for me for an italian american kid actor from new york that's how big it was scorsese and de niro were like idols of mine but oddly enough i was less nervous on that than i was in the prior things because marty scorsese made me feel like i belong there uh-huh. he made me feel like i was an actor and he gave me a lot of freedom. Most of what you see on screen was Im- improvisation. Wow, uh, hardly anything in the script. We change it every time. He trusted me to do that with those guys, and um, I'll never forget it. Uh, he was so generous and so kind and respectful. As was as were the actors, you know. Um, At a time when I was very vulnerable and very green, and um, you know, I think it's a testament to why Marty's so great. Did
0: did he did he specifically come to you and and say some words like, "Look, you you belong here. You're here here for a reason." Or did he do? it? Or is it more his actions?
11: kind of. You know, when um, I got there, I was in you know getting in the trailer, and he came over and he said, "That's my trailer. If you have any questions, you come over and talk to me." Hmm. He said, um, "You know, he couldn't have been nicer." Um, you know, it's, it, it's just a thing of made me feel like I was part of the the company. That oh, that's made, great. Um, as did the other actors. And, uh, you yep. know, it, it was my first movie role was in a movie called lean on me.
3: Oh, yes. Like, yeah. You're I one of the one punk kids.
11: <laughs> I had one line and it got cut cause I was really nervous and really bad. Uh uh-huh. and the director John Alvinson, who did Rocky, director of the first Rocky, just, I think he was overwhelmed with like a thousand high school kids in in an auditorium and just didn't have any patience for me. And it was a really bad experience. And um, Goodfellas was completely the opposite. It's, I mean, that's, that's,
3: it's, it's an amazing thing. It is that moment in time. Obviously, sadly, Ray Liotta, you know, passed. But, um, uh, yeah, you know what? So many, it's weird to talk about. This style or this this genre of of mafia films and television shows, The Sopranos and everything, we're forever fascinated by it because I think it probably has Shakespearean elements to it, as The Sopranos does. You know, it's a, In many cases, has you know, the original Godfather was sold to Paramount as a family story, and it just happened right. to be a mob family. Do you think that's the the constant draw for audiences to this material?
11: You know, I can't help separate the fact that if you look at, like, the holy trinity of mob mobdom is the Godfather, Goodfellas, and Sopranos, right? To me, those are the three monumental works. You can't separate the fact that you had some of the greatest artists working on that. Coppola, Scorsese, David Chase, Brando, De Niro, Pacino, uh, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, James Gandolfini, Edie Falco... I don't think you can separate the fact, because believe me, there's a lot of crap mob stuff, some of which I've been in. So um, I think the fact that the material's rich, and then you had, like, I mean, that list I just named of the, you know, great artists in television and film in in our time. Right. doesn't really get much better. True. I don't think you can separate those things.
0: No. Uh, It opens it up to some fun comedy, too, because Analyze This is still, I think it could be one of the, the funnier uh, mob takes.
8: Uh, it's ev-
11: pretty funny. When yeah. I got the, the script of The Sopranos, the pilot, analyzed This had just either come out or I had auditioned for it or something, and I was like, is this another spoof? Yeah. <laughs> a, a mob guy in therapy? You know, right. I wasn't sure what, right. what The Sopranos... Because it's hard to tell from just the pilot script, because that's all you get when you audition for a series... Where it was going to go, right? You yeah. Can't really tell from the pilot. Pilot was good, but you can't tell the scope of what it would be. You know.
0: Uh, speaking of therapy, something that that clearly is therapeutic for you, and and was not aware uh, of of this being a big part of your life, Michael, is the uh, uh, meditation. And you even host virtual meditation classes. I was not familiar with that. If you could tell us about that, I'm intrigued.
11: I do. Yeah. Um, so my wife and I became Buddhists in 2008. And um part of Buddhism, Buddhist practice, our Buddhist practice is meditation. And then when I got on to social media, it was right before the pandemic and I, I would post a lot of stuff uh during the pandemic about Buddhism. So a lot of people would message me um about meditation, especially during the pandemic when people were really stressed out, yeah, and having a lot of anxiety and, and, and really, you know, looking for something that for help. And um, I would message people back. This is how you meditate. You do this, this. And it happened a lot. So I was like, maybe I should make a video for these people. Or, And it turned into, I did an Instagram Live, which was an absolute disaster. Because <laughs> uh, tech, I'm technically, you know, really bad. But a kid from Chicago said, do you need tech help? And I gave him my phone number. He called me. And now he produces this free Zoom webinar, which I promote on the... On Instagram, and people register and get an, uh, an email, and they go on Zoom, and we have students in different countries. It's totally free; everybody's welcome, and um, that started uh, two and a half years ago. And, and how often do you do this? Every Sunday, unless you know, unless I'm traveling or it's the producer's working or something. But pre- pretty consistently, every Sunday, it's to be people. Cold. Honestly, believe it or not, some of the students. Um, have become Buddhists, wow. which is not what we're trying. We're not trying to convert people, we're just—that's not what we do. But some people have. But um, I, uh, some of them have been with us for two years.
0: I—I have I, attempted uh, mindful meditation with with uh, you know guided with uh, with with the app. Uh, I forgot the name of it because I bailed on it.
11: <laughs> uh, but
0: but I, I had a hard time. What was it, Kath? Is it mindset? No, no it headspace. headspace that was it. Uh, and I—I uh, I personally had a hard time making it happen. Um, and and I gave it a you know a few weeks of, of trying it out is it just w- did it come
11: easy for you personally no i okay. don't think it comes easy for anybody okay everybody i talk to says the same thing what you just said um i think it helps to have a teacher um to kind of inspire you and bring you along the way and i think that's what works for me um, maybe that's why people have stuck with us for a couple of years because they kind of like the way we approach it. Um, but it is something that's – because the mind is very busy. The mind thinks. The mind races. Mm. The mind doesn't stop. It's got its own movie going on all the time. Yeah. And that's normal. And you have to kind of realize that and just – you know, it's it's a process that, you know, like anything else, learning to do anything else takes a while. Is it
3: helpful to have a teacher, you know, could instantly mobilize mob lieutenants to make you <laughs>
11: calm down? I think that that's part of
9: our success.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I tried
5: a mindful meditation, uh, with guided meditation, and a lady who was guiding me had a nose whistle, and <laughs> it was hilarious. I mean, I was cracking up in the middle of this thing because every time she breathed in, I heard a, <laughs> but you were happy while doing it right
0: because
9: it was funny <laughs> I was <really> happy.
11: <laughs> <He's> cracking <up. laughs> um yeah it's, things can, there, there's a lot that can distract. <laughs> what uh what, what time are the are
0: the sunday sessions what time of day usually do you do 10 that?
11: o'clock eastern oh sounds
9: great
11: well, well, sounds awesome tune in, tune in from indonesia and israel and believe it or not uh a lot of different countries it's pretty wild mostly americans but um not exclusively
3: it's got to be fulfilling to know that you you help get especially during the thick of it you know people are very kind and they'll say that this show our show provided a little bit of solace and comfort to get through all that but to give people some tools that help them get through that has to be something that you really cherish
11: yeah no absolutely i mean it's something that's meaningful to me and you know if there's, if there's people that are interested and you, and you have an opportunity to share that, I think it's important to do so. Yeah, enough.
0: well, speaking of sharing, uh, there will be stories of plenty shared in conversation with uh, The Sopranos, which is coming up at the Keswick Theater uh, November 12th. And uh, not only uh, will Michael be there, but uh, Vincent Pastor and uh, Stephen Sharipa as well. So you can get those tickets through uh, Keswick theater.com uh michael so great to talk to you man thanks for taking this time today and uh and we're, we're huge me. fans yeah. and, and we appreciate all the en- entertainment through the years
11: my pleasure thanks thanks for letting me come
0: on today anytime thank you michael imperioli guys yeah! wow yeah. very cool You're very and, cool uh i was asking casey if we had the uh uh, the spider clip uh handy but uh, we don't have that we had a different which
5: one. which clip was
0: it uh, when uh he... He, he goes uh um hey yeah, uh, <laughs> he said I, I thought you i thought you to uh, bring me the uh, tell me told me to bring me bring the drink spider yeah yeah, yeah. And he's like no 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 he's not and eventually goes go after yourself tommy right and that's, and that's the he... wrong and thing to say, say. To yeah. yeah is that i think, this? I think
8: that yeah, might yeah, be it. it oh yeah all right here we go yeah,
6: let this <laughs> punk get away with that what's the world coming to <laughs>
8: What the, f*** the world is coming to? How do you like that? How's that, all
3: right? What's the f*** matter with you? They That's were
0: busting his balls. Right,
4: right. That's the end of Spider.
3: And, and
0: yeah. bye bye, Spider. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. And,
3: and De Niro, who's kind of. What's the matter with you? Yeah. yeah. You shouldn't have done
8: that. Yeah, yeah. yeah instead,
5: like he, instead of, instead, oh, my God. God. Yeah. It's like,
3: what are you? You're always
5: like
8: that. And, and, and he more, like he threw a plate against the wall or yeah, something. Like, oh, come on, man. He's more
0: pissed they have to go and dig a hole. Yeah. <laughs> and remember,
8: he's like, now yeah, yeah. we got to go dig a hole. <laughs> <laughs> you dig the effing
4: hole. I can't believe Spider got shot God. once in the foot. And then he, all he does is mouth off to Pesci once. That's
0: right. The other time, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, he was playing, yeah, hop yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah, come yeah. On, yeah. yeah,
9: come on. Stand. dance,
3: Spider.
4: That she was such a jerk. Is that oh the same God. room
3: that uh, when they're going to, when, when
0: he they're thinks gonna he's going to be made? A
3: maid? I, that's a good question. I don't think so.
4: It looks a little bit like it. Um, no, that's like a garage somewhere. Isn't exactly. It? It's
0: a little yeah. more suburban. This, uh, this one that they're in is kind of like in yeah. a, looks like in a club or something, but oh my God. Well, wow, we're watching great. the video of it right now. So great. Yeah, it is. Uh, Michael's super nice. Super yeah. nice. Yeah, How about that? That was great to have him on. Is that
5: the first time we've ever had him on? I we might have so. had
0: him on before. Yeah, if he did. If The only did, other Buddhist we had on was Lisa Simpson. A long time <laughs> ago. Uh, but listen, we do have your chance to win tickets to that event at uh, the Keswick Theater on the 12th. And it's part of our secret text words. We have actually two of those to give away. So text the word secret to 39333. And we'll send a word to you later on. We'll ask you to call when that word designated caller wins. And then we'll grab a random texter and we will give away uh, the tickets to them as well. So uh, let's take a break. Come back in a second. A reminder, our friends from uh, Liberty Union Bar and Grill in uh, Chester Springs are here. We'll do some more giveaways with them as well because Brent will be there tomorrow night for the the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. Stay with us. We'll come back in a moment.
6: Tomorrow from 7 to 9, Brent's Porsche rocks. Liberty Union Bar and Grill, 325 Simpson Drive in Chester Springs. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Green Bay tickets or a Jordan Mayalata autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light. Plus, enjoy $3 Bud Pints and $4 Bud Light Seltzers.
0: I was just made aware that today is National Traffic Reporters Day. Yeah! Did you know
6: that?
2: Yeah! It I only is. knew because Bill, Bill said uh, happy traffic reporter
0: day. Oh, is he came by and wished you a happy traffic reporter day? He did. He sent me a text. By the way, what is what do you consider your job title here?
2: I say I'm an on-air personality because I yeah. do traffic news sports um but there's a whole yeah. there's a, four other that's a, hours that's of a, like a,
3: a little part of the show yeah yeah, yeah. The only our earliest uh, listeners hear you do the news and um and the traffic obviously they hear throughout the day and you're you're yeah a personality i think it's a dumb
2: yeah i think in in like uh wording in my contract it says co-host but technically i think steve is the Co-host, right? I well, think we're both
8: ago. co-hosts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm um, the chaplain.
2: So I I used it for a little while, and then I was like, ah, this doesn't. I don't think this is right because people would go, well, who are you, Preston or Steve? And I'm like, okay, huh? we, we can't I do think, that. We right. can't. So I think on-air personality is um, probably. Should best. we use
3: military ranks? You
2: think? Yeah, what I think do we, we do? should. I would like to be a lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> lieutenant, Lieutenant Romano. Yeah, if I'm higher see that. than that. Be like a captain or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. the captain of traffic. You'd, yeah. you'd, captain
2: you'd, traffic. You could be the captain. I'll be the lieutenant.
0: Casey, what do you want to be, like a colonel or? Uh, you'd be oh. ranked way up there. Steve and I are generals. You, I guess. You guys are general. I don't. Yeah. I
5: don't know military
3: ranks. All right.
5: You don't know can military ta- rank? Can I be a tank?
3: Yeah, you can <laughs> be a tank. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a fire truck. <laughs> imagine, imagine at that
9: that would be a choo-choo
3: train. Yeah, i will be a choo-choo. Yeah, I, I, you, so you want to be in the military, son? Yeah, I want to be a tank.
4: <laughs> okay. okay. All right. All right. I'll be a seaman.
3: You want to uh, join the, the law enforcement? What? Yeah, I want to be a police car.
4: Hey, Kathy, I hate to crap on your parade here. Oh, no. no. But, what? It's what? National Traffic Director's Day. Oh, what?
8: oh wait. Like hold the on. people that stand in the road and, and no, do that? No, no,
4: the people in radio that like work in continuity. Oh, so like Kim Sklar? Uh, Kim Sklar. it's it's and her Jojo. Day. Yeah, for sure? those who don't know, those
0: are the people that schedule the commercials.
4: Uh, yeah, Stolen okay. okay. Valor, Maybe your favorite people. Maybe it's Stolen both, cats, but uh, <laughs> National Traffic Directors Day is is observed to honor the work of broadcast traffic professionals on November second uh, for the people that work in the business. Office. Kathy, yeah, shame on, on you. How,
2: well, how, how do you? But you said who, work in how do you know it's that portion of it
4: uh because i'm reading this article on nationaldaystoday.com, and oh. it's uh listen it, right i know pro-
2: but you didn't the, nothing you said would indicate that it's the traffic department
0: traffic
4: directors um and it, yeah, says, it
0: says here uh the the day commemorates the comprehensive efforts of thousands of professional traffic directors in broadcast media for maintaining schedules and programs okay, efficiently okay. and by the way it says how can we observe National Traffic Directors' Day? I don't know. Thank a traffic director. Oh!
9: <laughs> Thanks, Kim. If
0: you know any traffic directors in your family or locally, take a moment to thank them and appreciate them. Is
3: my mother a traffic director?
0: You also may thank them by writing a thank
3: you email or via a phone call. Dear traffic director, thank you for scheduling all the traffic <laughs> on my favorite station.
0: Uh It, it is also... You can also do some food shopping or get some movie
9: coupons oh, for wait, it. What?
3: Dear traffic director, please in find find enclosed a pound of bacon.
4: Steve, they also suggest a small lunch or a dinner treat. A dinner Ooh. treat. All right. I brought you a roll. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: ate some. some. Don't that's me there. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's interesting that with that, that level of specificity, with, are you, are, do, is there a day for radio station mailroom directors? Yeah, right. Yeah.
2: Well, I So I just looked it up on days of the year, and it, they're These saying. These
3: are it, the days of the year. No, they're
2: saying <laughs> it's it's everybody. It's whether it's broadcast or. Um, so it's or, you as well? Or otherwise. That's what this is. Wow, someone's and really looking me. to suck Bill, up some glory Bill, here. No, Bill's the one that, that he congratulated did. He you. He misled you.
3: Okay. Bill's the one responsible for stolen valor. Hey, I uh, this is completely off
0: topic of this. I just wanted to wish you a happy Traffic Director Day. Mm-hmm. National Tell Traffic we Traffic said. Day. Uh, and then we have a guest. We have a last second guest we're going to welcome in here in just a second. Is that but, right? But I want. I, I had a question for you guys. Because with uh so um, we don't have to worry about this this year. But I was curious about it, meaning the World Series. Sure. Um, and I forgot what year this was. But do you guys remember? It might have been. I'm not sure, but uh, or it may have just been in the playoffs when it was really cold in October. Yes. And the Phillies had those flap hats. Yeah. Yes. Do you remember those? Yeah. Where Wait. the flaps would fl- yeah. come down the side and keep their ears warm? Yeah. I I they, were, the I, they called them Floyd R Turbo hats. The they called?
4: FUD hats? No, no they the,
0: weren't a fanatic hat. It was like a baseball hat. It was a straight-up Phil's red hat, because I have one. I probably have
5: it buried okay. somewhere got, below. like, wool, like, oh, yeah. it, it they, was red. They're called yeah. dickfurs. Yeah.
0: No, they oh, weren't dickfurs. Well, what's the dickfur? No, but they um, they were great. Yeah. And they really
3: worked. I mean, like, they kept your ears warm. It was cold
8: You're out. talking yeah. about
3: the flaps that come down over your ears. Yeah. They, so kids used to wear those all the time. Uh, and then they went away. I think the, the perception was they looked too goofy. I think they're great. No, yeah. this was. Uh, yeah,
0: it doesn't look quite. Th- this isn't exactly the no, same. No, at a it picture looks like a baseball
3: cap with uh, with flaps. Yeah, that
0: that just came down
5: like this. Yeah, I still have look, it. Ca- Call up a picture of
0: Floyd R. Turbo Carson. Uh, no, I know who that is. Yeah. I, I know who that is. This is different from that. It doesn't have all the fur on it and all that. Okay. This is just, literally, it's just like that That same kind of material that Casey's wearing a
5: Phil's hat right now. All okay.
0: right. Uh, that same material that came down just around the ears, and they sold them oh,
5: those at the ballpark. ones. You remember okay. that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, I know what you're talking about.
0: Uh, I was thinking about that because leading up to this last week, I'm like, wow, I wonder if we're going to hit a cold spell. No, yeah. no, it's the opposite. It's absolutely mm. fam-freaking-tastic. You and can I'm dress curious, as slutty as you want. Where you can still get those hats. But hey, I have one somewhere because I remember how at the time they seemed kind of ingenious, but I don't know. You ridiculous. know, we still, we still are
3: in mine. constant awe of the fillies, uh of their underwear that they yeah. sell. Uh, I still just, have mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When do you think Brazier gave us those? Five years ago, six, seven yeah. years ago, it's the most have, comfortable have, underwear I've ever worn in my they have life. Not worn out at all. And not they don't a sell single hole in them. Anymore, right? I don't know.
2: I
5: don't think. No, I do. Think, no. Really,
3: at the That's, store, dude. That New Era store is so
5: big. I, don't I would know. I, have a hard time believing that they don't sell.
2: I didn't. I was underwear. just there. Yeah, I didn't yeah, see okay. them, but is it that was where you also go
6: for your <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> No, the, honestly, I, I, Preston's right. The most comfortable underwear I've ever worn in my life. Yeah. Right. Uh, anyway, uh, so we have a
0: last-second guest. Are we going to yeah, do we? We bring that? Him in yeah,
9: we? Yeah, yeah. Why not bring him in here yeah. for just a second yeah, or we. two?
0: Uh, I got a, a text message, which is weird because it came in the form of an email. huh and uh, he said, hey, dude, I'm down the hall. I, he was hanging out with uh, John DeBella. Yes. Mm-hmm.
6: Paul McCurriott hey, is here this morning. Hey, hey dude. Oh, it's been a long Sorry.
13: time. Sorry to invade your morning. <laughs> no, it's it all good. It's good. We're just hanging out. been ages, man. How you guys
0: doing? Wonderful. How are you?
13: Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I just came down with do John show for the morning. And, yes. Uh, He's been
0: just, having uh, guest
13: uh, sidekicks all week long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, how can I annoy John? And, uh, <laughs> so I came down and I uh, just no pants for the whole time and uh
3: (laughs) how (laughs) many how many years has it been since we've actually obviously you had we lost a couple years uh, recently covid yeah probably been three yeah yeah,
13: because and i got covid really bad like 2020 you know like i got like before, the, it was like you know they, they had age. like good treatments and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, like when they didn't know what was going on, yeah. No. And, no. like, and I and and then you go in. I, I remember going into the doctor. I go and I I'm like she, I go and she has a, she literally had like a clipboard. It's like so, what's going on? I go, well, I'm tired all the time. Yes, we've heard that, and yeah. uh, you know, I, I lost my taste to tell. Yeah, we yeah. heard that, and, and you know, and you could say anything because right. it was plausible. Like every uh, Friday, uh, frogs crawl out of my ass. <laughs> yes, we heard that. Right? Are they red or they green? I'm like. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, sure. and, uh, you were, were defining the disease it's yeah. like yeah they're figuring it out and yeah. when we were living in new york we, we live we still right. do and it got that got the that was the weirdest thing of all because the whole city shut down yeah. right and you don't realize how much you're used to the noise and the hectic stuff when it's gone yeah and well you, did you see did you watch uh morning show at all uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay, there there
5: is a scene where, because it, it does um, uh, use the pandemic as basically a backdrop, and there is a scene in the beginning, I think, of the second season where, I'm like, how did they shoot this scene? Because it was just... Stark, barren New York City streets. I'm like, oh, this is real. That was it. And yeah. you were
13: basically going out, you were going to the market, you had a mask on, and the markets there tend to be smaller, right? Mm-hmm. And you're you know, or bodegas where yeah. you're gonna buy stuff and wait for the shooting to finish.
9: And, uh, <laughs>
13: and and then you go home and my wife's like, I gotta I'm freaking out, we gotta get out of the city. So we, you know, we got family up in Rhode Island and Connecticut, we went up there, but my point is that city got so quiet and it was so uncomfortable. To the point where I'm like, I can't deal with this anymore. Just so I could feel normal, I went out and I bought a jackhammer and I just started jackhammering. <laughs> right. in the city. Yeah, just, it was just five in the morning. You, you know, know what? You
9: just outside your house for no reason. At I all. will
13: guarantee you that uh, that directors or
3: anyone who had access to equipment shot as much stock footage. Mm-hmm. Of the emptiness as they possibly sure. can get.
13: The only other time that it was like that is when there's a s- massive snowstorm. and right. the city shuts down. And same, I'm sure with Philly, it's it's beautiful actually. Yeah. It remind. It was probably like the 1800s. Like it's quiet. People are you know yellow fever. <laughs> yellow fever. You know, there's still murders, but the yeah. blood and the red, yeah. the red and the white. It's like Christmas
9: Eve. Uh, <laughs> it's, really, it's actually lovely. Yeah, yeah. 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 like
4: that's a very festive. <laughs> there are a few elements of it that I like that that I kind of miss uh, just a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. it was. Hectic and weird and awful, but like... There were a stretch in April there in 2020 where, like, everything kind of shut down. It really did get quiet. There were no cars on yeah. the road. I, listen, and people
13: was... were sort
4: of human, were yes. nice to each other. There was a lot of kindness at that yeah. moment. I mean that, that stayed
13: yeah. all the way through. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. <laughs> but it's like the whole, it, whether it's sort of, a, you know, the crime or just yeah. the indifference. I mean, you know, now in the city, it's like you're just walking down the street. You're on your front. Oh, there's a guy with no pants sitting on a goat. Okay, yeah, and you just keep walking, right? Like, nothing phases you. But, like... But then I knew the city was coming back. This is totally true. There was uh, <clears throat> these two cab drivers getting in a fight uh, over a parking spot. So they get out of the fight and they have their masks on. And they get on and they square off with each other, right? Yeah and they start fighting and they start swinging right. and they get really close to each other and then I think one of them realizes oh I'm supposed to social distance so he backs up <laughs> but he wants to keep fighting so he's like swinging his arms so he'd run back and he'd swing his arms and run up and run back and run up and it was like watching three four year olds fight it was adorable like rock and rope. it was like yeah, yeah. exactly that's yeah, so, uh, hilarious yeah but yeah. Uh, anyway I don't want to c- cut it on yourself I just came no, about no, it's it's say good good to say hi see it, man yeah. yeah no I'm just, definitely um, I'm just hanging with you guys and I'll always the invitation to come up to see a late show taping. Ah, you.
3: But, but how's everything going with uh with that? Uh
13: Steven's drinking a lot. <laughs> 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 I, 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 we're not on the air, are we? <laughs> no.
3: It's um, my it's my
5: wife's favorite. Uh, that's who she goes to bed to every single night.
3: No lie. To to Paul?
13: Yes, no, yeah, that's yeah, oh, yeah. so what well. <laughs> I was hoping. I she wasn't supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> um, in all seriousness, you yeah. got my number, man. Come up. And oh, we ta- you could come up, and you could be back in your house. We get done by seven. We tape at five thirty. We're done by seven, and uh, and you'll be home by ten. And by the way, you know the guests. Uh, oh, I did learn this working on a show. They will tase you. If you touch Taylor Swift's ass, oh, um, yeah. 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 okay. Just well,
9: so you know, you, you
13: know. Right. You know. Just, it wasn't like a. It was just a little. I just yeah, a, a brush. brush up. Well,
3: she had that one. Yeah. That one incident with the, uh, the the DJ. Remember that the the guy. He said his hand was appropriately. Yes, he was taking a picture after some. Station show, right? And uh, she felt that he he might have been going in for a little bit more. Well, you know what got him in trouble? He had a rubber glove on that hand.
13: So. <laughs>
9: <laughs> That's the indicator.
13: That's the indicator. Yeah. Like, yeah. but yeah, oh the show's God. going well. It's uh, we're like. Uh, thursday's gonna be cool we have bono on thursday ah, bono. Very nice. and i know that <laughs> and, I, and i should know that like other people know the show better than i do because i asked for two tickets for a friend and i said uh, they're sold out i go and they go oh yeah you're probably sold out because bono's on it i'm like oh yeah i didn't know bono <laughs> <laughs> thanks for telling me my yeah, show exactly but, it's um but yeah it's, it's going great and i just did another appearance on it like um a week ago, so I did stand up. On it love and it. I love uh, it. Sat at with the desk at the desk with Stephen, and uh, we didn't talk. I just vacuumed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Listen, sleep. he has he has his thing. You know what yeah. I mean? He needs stuff yeah. done, and yeah. I'm his fluffer. So uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, things are great. But anyway, I always want to say uh, hi. Dude, I you guys do your thing. great to see you. Great Thanks to for having us. Uh, please, please reach out if you guys want to come to New
0: awesome. York. Paul
3: Mercurio,
13: guys. Great. Good to
0: see you. Late Show. That is awesome.
5: And
3: take that sandwich.
5: Yeah, please. That never happens. A guest never says, all right, I got to go. We'll see you later. No, that's 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 a cool way to do it. I agree
13: fire
3: extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> the, chair, the jerk.
0: And, that's and, all
8: and his chair. chair is taking everything. <laughs> all right. Go.
0: All right, all right see you, you later, back. man. Do you remember, uh, Steven, it happened on, uh, on I think it was Carson, and uh, it, it was, Steve Martin was on there. He's like, oh, I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. I
3: have to leave. Thank you. Because sometimes their guests couldn't stay for the whole
8: show. That they became
3: had, the, the, the thing, the yeah. Vogue thing. I was like, I, listen, I'm sure I'm an award show. I gotta get going. I just stopped by. Because Carson would panel
0: right. every. Everybody would stay out there, yeah. and so Steve Martin leaves, and then they continue on with the show, and then all of a sudden, like like three or five, yeah. like enough time had passed where right. you forgot Steve Martin left, and then he comes back out, and he's like, he's crying, yeah, he's yeah. like,
6: I don't really have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it would be <laughs> kind of cool to do that and now i feel terrible and- <laughs> oh, oh going, god
3: well it's, it's okay
8: it's- it was yeah. so yeah.
3: funny <laughs> just
8: absolutely hilarious
0: um i, I want to go back to something about uh, the game um and any of the games uh this week uh, the the baseball games the baseball <sighs> games um the that is steve sent in this article which was something i had not thought about and and well, actually, I did think about it, but I didn't consider the the kind of sort of consequences. If you're going to the game or went to the game last night, all of the tickets are digital. I would like to have had a ticket stub to keep from the game, the World Series game. I, have, I, I got lucky enough to go to a Stanley Cup game. I yeah. had that ticket stub. Take
2: a screenshot.
0: That's what they're saying you do of your digital ticket, ticket is take a screenshot of that. Uh, yeah. to, Chuck, uh, to quote Chuck D'Amico, not the same
8: thing.
4: Yeah. Well, I got good news for you. You can buy a program for $45. Oh, right. <laughs> $45. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
9: Man, yeah. Rochelle,
4: Jesus Christ. Rochelle is a
0: program buyer. Oh, we go God. to, you know, the Incredibles on Ice, and we've got to buy a program
8: to like, that. Like, why? Yeah. I, exactly. Oh, oh. And they're expensive. They're on ice. Yeah.
2: Okay, so... <laughs> You guys are, I, you brought that up and, and you're sort of giving her a hard time. You don't need it. I agree. You don't need the program, but I also think you do not need the ticket. Like I, the, the ticket collection is just, no, no, no. There are people who
3: do though, who oh, do it's... those, like those displays of those tickets. Sure. They, they but how they,
2: many of those people? Yeah. There are not many. Most of them are in a stack and you don't even know what you have. No, and... you're right. But like there I... are, there are people out there though
5: that like, like Marissa, for instance, she has like every ticket stuff from everything she's ever and and when I, I look at to go in
2: there and throw them all out. I
5: know, but there, I listen. I don't. I've never been to her apartment, so I don't know if so it's like you taking, say. So, but I don't know if it's taking up space or if it's in like a nice little shadow. I, I don't know, but well, when I hear that stuff, I'm like, man, I would love to have. That. I have a bunch
0: of them. Yeah. I when when I went to the YouTube uh, Joshua Tree thirty years later. Uh, I brought my original ticket stub from 1987 when I went to that show. It was one of it was kind of a life changing show for me. It was one of my right. in my top three concerts of all time. And I'm glad I still have that thing. I thought it was cool. And plus, you see how the difference in prices. Oh yeah. my
3: god! What about super, like a super? You know, the Super Bowl tickets are very collectible. Remember they put out yeah. the hologram on it. I like think or for a Super Bowl, they might have
5: that. I'm right. not. I'm not sure. I'm. Uh-huh. You know, don't quote me on that. But you know, Kath, I went to my first Fish concert on December 15th, 1995. <laughs> I didn't know back then what a huge part of my life that band would become. Right, so. You know, it wasn't until like last year. I was like, man, I wish I had that ticket. I wish I hung on to that one ticket because that was the very, very first show I went to. And actually, a friend of mine, actually, you know this guy as well. His name's Brian Martinelli. Um, he had a ticket from that show. Oh, right. And he gave it to me. yeah. Yeah. And so now I have that framed. It's I mean, not it's still my a big ticket. part
2: of your life without the ticket. I know. I know. Wait, do you see what's up on the screen here, Preston? Is actually uh, an Etsy account that you can uh, customize a World Series ticket. So you it's can fake. put your. It's, no, I know, but you can put... No, it's not fake. You can have it made. You put your seat number in there, and so if you wanted something fake. printed... I'm with you. It's
0: not It's, fake. it's not the not same, same thing. thing. It's like, a, you know... You it's like, as it's a like, non-collector,
3: might yeah. think that, but, you know... Hey, us. look at me. Oh, I'm, not, I'm photoshopped into Woodstock next to Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. It, it's not the same.
2: No, but I'm just saying, if you wanted it, that you can you could have one printed out. I get that fake. it's not from the actual That's game. That's a
8: lie. You live in a lie. I do? mean, I
2: don't know why you would waste your money on it.
8: Give me some music, Casey. Bill Weston, Man About Town, is here. I West have some very profound thoughts about paper <laughs> tickets. All okay, Because right. when you look at that ticket on paper and it's torn in half or whatever... You think about I had that in my pocket. I was standing in the seat. You know, it's right. just a more tangible way to take you back to that place. It has the date that occurred, and I've saved almost every concert ticket I've ever gone to.
3: Really? So, do, do you just do you display them, or to Kathy's
8: point, are they just all in a in a drawer somewhere, not being looked at? Online, I found these albums that were ticket stub albums, whatever. And yeah. I have like three of them filled, and I
2: see three albums of but, tickets. It takes yeah, up so much space. I, I, shut oh, up! I only look at them. It does.
8: <laughs> I was worst. looking at one, and it was like, do remember succulents. going to that show. It was in excess, <laughs> opening for Roxy Music in Toronto, you know. going, I don't remember that show. But it's torn in half. I obviously was there. <laughs> it makes you feel good. <laughs> but there's something about, I think, rather than 10,000 digital images on your phone or on your computer. That you never look at. That you have, yes. a, you have a curio. If that's the, you know...
2: I, I, think, I, I mean, hope you like, never leave I was one i giving of those. an option for you guys. I wouldn't take a screenshot. <laughs> Wait, but,
4: Kathy, uh, l- uh, just to play devil's advocate for a second, didn't yeah. you get like a, this giant frame done from 2008? Yeah. Uh, Nick, and, was, and 2008 came 5B. And, you, and, it was, tickets, and it was the tickets are framed and the ticket there. is in there in <laughs> 2008 5B framed it's a beautiful frame and it's it a
3: was moment it that we learned Kathy was a full blown liar
2: yeah well as I'm saying this I'm like I have those tickets framed in my house
3: <laughs> well you know what? here's the deal it, which is funny I can't tell you how many people said to me I can't believe Kathy was standing up for $45,000 for tickets to the World's. you know like because mm-hmm. like, that's not like you but, but that's the
2: that's the experience too right. you know, listen I'm I'm not really, I don't feel that strongly about it. It, I don't have many of them. I think the only ticket I have from anything, actually, I know the only ticket is the World Series ticket (laughs) from 2008. So you
3: did a, what do they call it, like a memory box or a Uh,
5: uh, a shadow box? It's a frame. It's the
2: ticket. There's, I forget. Would um, you do the same thing if you just had
5: it printed up from something? Like you're talking my, about like here's the my false lie ticket. Yeah.
2: Well, yeah. it also included pictures that were taken that day and um I forget what they, they gave out their um whatever it was. Whatever was it the mem- towel? the memorabilia is there's like a piece of whatever, if it was the rally towel or something like that. And then also <laughs> for us then there was the program also. It's very yeah. sentiment-
3: <laughs> it's very
0: sentimental. Uh right? so the Phils do offer they offer traditional printed tickets or digital passes during the regular season games, but for postseason uh it's one hundred percent digital. Uh Deborah Naldi who is a Philly spokesperson and said that it's a sign of the times digital tickets are used in uh, most major sporting events for convenience and security the technology makes it harder to create dupes now as a philly's guest service team member said they hadn't heard negative feedback about the digital tickets yet still if you're looking for a physical memento without having to wait in a souvenir shop line there are some options first time citizens bank attendees who are 14 or younger, can request a certificate from Guest Services. I have a
2: certificate, please?
0: And for a more creative workaround, you can make your own
4: non-functioning it's ticket a lot. stub, as Kathy has <laughs> said. So had you have said, to be but... a
2: kid to get the certificate. Uh-huh.
4: Uh-huh. I have a certificate from Ben's first game. I think he was probably one. Um, Preston, my dad gave me 20 bucks in cash last night, he asked me to get him uh, peanuts and a beer, and I could not find any stands that took cash. A, a, I was going to say really? was that enough? no well it was enough <laughs> yeah fortunately um but yeah Steve uh digital uh, tickets uh, to pay for parking you couldn't use cash I think there are a few stands that accept cash but uh for me last night cash was useless Hey what about uh what about the the vendors the uh the guys walking around um That I don't know because I didn't buy oh. like going up and down the I'm curious Isles. if they take Credit cards oh, or do. not. They do. only take yeah. gold. No,
8: they definitely <laughs> take credit cards. I don't, they probably take cash. Steve, they actually bite it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It makes hey. sense. Legit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what do you do? We hand your credit card down the line. You the do? People do. Take. That's really? exactly
4: <laughs> what you do. Really? Actually, you know what you do, Bill, is you say your number out loud and then you. you know what, about it? 7706. Hey, if you're quick, you got a phone. You can take a picture
0: of it and you can get their card number and the security thing on the back. The security code 231.
4: Yeah, a phone to get in and out. You know, you use the phone for the for the digital t- uh, ticket to get in but yeah i i couldn't find many places if any that used ca- except to cash last night i
5: don't think they do and and i found that out the hard way a couple of years ago i i i go to citizens bank that's my bank so i went to citizens bank park huh. went to the atm got a bunch of cash went to go buy some ice cream they're
3: like oh we don't have ca- we don't do Nothing. cash here i was like <laughs> what
5: is- why do you have
9: atm <laughs> yeah. why do we yes. have an atm
3: good point yes I, I, it drives me crazy would well, but how does that impact then if you are at one of the vendors I mean, because I was keep the change.
5: I think it, and I was going to say that, I think
4: it impacts the tips big time. Well, that that automatic thing comes up. I mean, as soon as you put the credit card in, it's 15, 18, 20% or whatever. you're
3: more inclined, though, to just keep the change,
4: you know? Well, I'm always inclined at at the beer stands to tip automatically, so I just do it that way, too. To me, it just sort of is a a part of the bill, but... um, It's a little
5: off-putting to me when they go, here, tip. I know. Do you know what I mean? When they turn the screen around. They they turn the screen around, and then, like, when you hit the button... It doesn't go to a screen. You they you know. They know exactly how much you tipped. Yeah, I mean, they, even
2: if you slide them a couple bucks, they know what you're tipping. Too. I prefer
5: to tip in cash anyway, because then they don't have to lay like, claim that. Declare it.
4: Yeah. Right. <laughs> but apparently, vendors walking up and down the aisles do take cash. All right. Okay. All right. But that's the they I believe are the only ones. Left to Thermidor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What about checks? Somebody else has said <laughs> seventeen bucks for a
0: large can of Bud Light. Oh yeah, it was uh, for, it's for huge. Two dollars.
4: beers and a bag of peanuts was uh, forty six dollars. How much how, is it?
0: Twenty four oh, ounces means-
4: of beer. Oh my God it's a big beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> even if it is 24 ounces, that, that's eight bucks for one beer. Preston, and, you know. a couple
3: of drinks and peanuts for under 50 bucks. That's it. That's amazing. Marissa?
12: Those poor vendors, too, they just changed the prices. Uh-huh. So it was like 16 25 So the guy that was walking up and down our aisle had a cheat sheet on the back uh-huh. of his car. Yeah.
2: He was like trying for to the World Series?
3: Yeah. Probably
12: what, for the playoffs. I
3: love so, when yeah. the guy says, you know, what's it going to take to get you to purchase a bag of peanuts? Yeah. Right. Let me talk to my manager. <laughs> Let me see if we turn. So we'll set up some terms.
5: Yeah, and and good luck going to a game with a kid and not getting crab fries or
2: ice cream. <laughs> oh, yeah, like no, it's, it's just like you're, you're in it. Like just make sure well, you know you're spending yep. money. When Guess was going, going to
3: college to go. for just three years.
2: Now. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> if the tickets weren't enough, yeah,
3: and you've got you got all that on top of it, it man. But to Kathy's point. It is that it's that once in a lifetime, you know, it's it's just just unfortunate that some people can't afford to be doing that. It's very true. That's a very
0: want to be doing that, you know, so uh, let me get a couple of calls here real quick. Uh, There are people calling in about ticket stubs. I have uh, Chuck on the line. Hey, Chuck, good morning.
10: Good morning. What's up, Chuck? Uh, I've been collecting tickets since the 70s and. I just thought it was funny you were saying about the ticket prices. I sold Ed Zeppelin at the Spectrum in seventy oh <laughs> five for five dollars and fifty Wow. And, and I sold Ed Zeppelin in the old Cap Arena down in uh, Maryland, the old Capitol Washington Capital Center in nineteen seventy seven for seven dollars and fifty cents. Wow. had still- to
3: go to a third party and paid
10: ten cents more.
0: <laughs> yeah, Chuck, do you uh, do you still go to concerts in this day and age?
10: Uh, I haven't uh, in the past, like, that uh, say 10 years, but I, I got a memorabilia from all the concerts, uh, programs, T-shirts, and uh, sporting events.
3: Displayed or uh, t- stashed away? Out uh, or stashed away. Okay. You should take that, like, uh, the next big band that is still touring where you have a ticket, you should go back mm-hmm. and say, how come this was $10 in 1970, mm-hmm. and now you're charging all this? And see if you get any traction on that.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chuck. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. You should put those on display, though. I think that's uh, having that stuff. Although it is fun to take it out and, and go through it and reminisce it. you know, from time to time. Maybe lick it a little bit. But uh, let me go to... Uh, hang on. This is uh, John. Hey, John. Good morning.
10: Hey, what's happening, guys? Yeah, bud. Listen, my brother-in-law is a season ticket holder for the Eagles. And 2017, a year to Super Bowl, he requested paper tickets at the beginning of the year when he got his paper tickets. So we did get the paper tickets, you know, the real tickets. Right. And we saved all those. And now we have them in like a memorabilia in a picture frame. Sure. When they went all the way to the Super Bowl. And it's pretty neat to have that. Now that you can't get tickets, yeah, thing now where you can get a game day pin for each game that you go to for... You know, each game and you
0: could just save those pins. Hey, does that come with the price of the ticket? Because yeah. your ticket stub did. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's another thing you gotta buy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah. Here's uh, a decorative manhole cover. Thank you, John. I appreciate it. But that's just, you know, that that's the thing about it. You this was your. You you paid for this. So
3: at the at the Eagles you know? now, uh, it's all it's digital it's, now, right?
0: It's yeah, yeah here's everything. a uh here's a text that says that one day I was at the Phillies game. Uh their credit card machines went down. No one could buy anything because it wouldn't take cash.
8: That's wild. Wow.
4: That would suck. That's wild. Be, yeah. I mean if your phone dies on the way into the ballpark.
0: I worry about I wonder about that too. Let's say yeah.
4: I drop my phone,
8: yeah. shatter it, break it. I don't know. How do you get in? What do you do? Apple Watch maybe?
3: I don't have he an Apple have Watch. I mean, Maybe you should get no, one. No, that's why <laughs> don't ever go to the park without your passport. Well, okay, yeah. wait,
2: That that is a good question because my dad gets so mad when he goes to or the airport. Or you lose
3: your phone He on goes the way to there. the
2: airport and uh, or you have you know, a most people line. have the airline ticket on their phone. He doesn't have a smartphone. He still has a flip phone. So he could. he just couldn't go to the game then? Like, yeah. what happens? Yeah, same thing for people. Yeah, that w- uh,
0: there's got to be an option. We'll see no, sort of there what be some we can do some, for
5: you, Mr. Yeah. Yeah. McFly. <laughs> well,
0: it's either that or, or they say, well, I'm sorry, you're going to have to go purchase a smartphone
5: uh, before yeah. you would yeah. come. No. 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 no, you should be able to print something up that has the barcode on it that they can use or... Uh, or draw it, or like let's say your dad was going to the game with you, Kath. You would just have both tickets on your phone.
2: Well, yeah, you. I know, obviously, yeah. but let's just Don't say, say there's, a, let's just say there's a scenario where he's going by himself. What does he do? Yeah, have you guys
5: ever used the reverse ATMs that they have at the parks? No, what's that get you? Uh, mm-hmm. you, you essentially, you you go in with cash, huh. you oh. put the cash into the ATM machine, and they give you a card
4: okay. that you can use at the vendors. So it's like, um, uh. It's a reverse ATM. And you can just take that card around to all the vendors? Yeah. That's
0: pretty like it cool. like buying a, like a subway card or something yeah, yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah.
4: Are,
5: yes. there, are there any fees attached to it? I don't know because I haven't used it, but uh, we went to a you game. You do have to walk backwards. Okay. Well, we went to a Sixers game last year where it was me and my buddy, and then we had a guy behind us who, it, you know, we were all going with our kids, and that guy behind, actually was in front of us. He's a cash guy. He doesn't have a card. He's just a cash guy. And we got to the, um, and now when you park, you have to, they don't take cash to park either. And we had to get out of our car
9: and go up and pay his parking.
5: And he gave us cash.
0: By the way, the, uh, somebody had texted, um, and this is stupid. I don't know why I didn't think of this, but if, uh, if you lose your phone, um, You can you'd have to borrow someone else's phone, but you could log into the ballpark app with your username and
3: password. If you remembered it. (laughs) That's the thing too, right? Yeah. How many times so I keep physical uh, list of I do too. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: have usernames and passwords. Yeah, have I, 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 have, I have a question.
3: Yeah, okay. Question for you guys about passwords. Yeah,
0: when you are signing up for a, a, a brand new account, on, never on whatever it may be. I'm going to answer your question. Yeah, their strong password that they recommend. Have their strong password, so, uh, that's the thing. I, I, you know, and, and I guess the the rationale behind it is that. Oh well the, if this is something I only log into once every 3 or 4 months or whatever when it when I log in next time it'll it'll say I need to update my password I'll just make a new password
3: Now you can put it in the password keychain as they call it like yeah. so you can do that but I but prefer still, to create my own There may come a time where I need to know that
0: information right. you know what I mean yes. Yes. or sometimes I agree.
5: it's happened where the strong password that they give you has like a dash in it and the password that you need to create can't have any characters besides letters and numbers.
3: I always end up with it assessing my password as strong anyway, but it's right. something that's more likely that I can remember. yeah. so um, you know it, it, it in fact, it says well done.
2: That I will say chain, though is like, I'll have it, and if it, it, it it's associated with the email. So sometimes, if it's a different password, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Saying uh, they use the one that's associated yeah. with that email, and then it's incorrect anyway. Right. Do you know it's
3: really cool. On, on like on the and I've showed you on, on the uh, on the new laptops, they have the. Um, the finger reader in the upper yeah. right hand corner. Mm-hmm. So, the same thing that opens up, that used to open up your phone, you just use your fin- your, your fingerprint pr- uh, and it will activate everything because you already checked it in that way. I will say, though,
5: uh, over the years, because this, this started a couple of years ago uh, with the tickets being uh, on your phone or whatever. A couple of years ago, it was really frustrating because a lot of people. Didn't understand it, didn't get it, and you'd be waiting there in line, especially at Eagles games where there's just too many. It's just a, a cattle shoot of people, yeah. mm-hmm. and you would just you, you would get behind the guy who doesn't know how to work a, a smartphone. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh my god, just give me that thing, you yeah. know, like, yeah.
3: goddamn thing.
5: Yeah, yeah. And, and, but now people have gotten a little bit better at it, and, yeah, and, and the- you have a guy
3: who's at who's, who's the <laughs> yeah, he brought his electric razor <laughs> with him by accident. <laughs> Goddamn thing won't connect. <laughs> I can't hear you. There's a buzzing sound. <laughs> <laughs> ah, this thing is tearing my hair out. Broken. Oh, yeah. What's well, all these? Attack- these must be the antennas. Anyway, I listen. I know it's a
0: sign of the times, and I just ought to roll with it. But yeah. but I, it it does hurt just a, a little bit. I think that not being able to have a a an actual ticket. Yeah, I just follow um,
5: the
3: changes, bro. I know. Yep. Yep. Well, absolutely. There's one thing, and, and we, I don't know if we have time to go to him, but the NFTs thing, to me, seems, again, another... <laughs> What do you do with that? It's a whole other thing. We're going to take yeah. a break, so I'm not going to. I'm
9: not right.
0: going to get into that can of worms right about now. Yeah. But we're going to roll with the changes, and we are going to take
8: a break and come back in just a moment
0: because we got some B file stories. But don't forget, a secret text word is still up for grabs. We have your chance to win a pair of tickets to see in conversation with the Sopranos. We just had Michael Imperioli on a little while ago. Uh, And uh, Steve uh, Schrippa and Vincent Pastore are going to be there as well. So text the word SECRET to 39333 to win. As we are taking a break, I'm going to give away a $25 gift certificate from our friends at Liberty Union Bar and Grill. But this is the one in Kimberton uh, that the $25 gift card will be good for. Caller number 16, you will get it. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break and we'll be right back.
6: your neighborhood. Tomorrow from 7 to 9, French Porsche rocks. Liberty Union Bar and Grill. 325 Simpson Drive in Chester Springs. Enter for a chance to win Eagles Green Bay tickets or a Jordan Mayalata autographed helmet courtesy of Bud Light. Plus enjoy $3 Bud Pints and $4 Bud Light Seltzers.
1: No! WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by um,
0: IBEW 654, Jackie Bam Bam. You can join him for their Toys for Tots toy drive Saturday, November 12th uh, from 11 to 1 at the Booth Wynn Union Hall. And for 3729 Chichester Avenue is where it's located. You can get into the spirit of giving this holiday season. So join Jackie for that. A Texas woman was arrested after she threatened to shoot a man with a BB gun. (laughs) Because she didn't want to go to Walmart with him. <laughs> That's
3: a Texas love story.
0: Yep. Uh, Heaven.
3: I don't want to go to the Walmart.
0: Heaven Valenzuela was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, family violence. What and about target. Other charges. Police received a call from a witness stating that a man and a woman were arguing at the store. The witness told police the woman had a gun and that they both left in a gold van. After police found the van and conducted a traffic stop, Edgar Omar Salazar told an officer he wanted to go to Walmart, but Valenzuela refused. Salazar got out of the van and started to walk to the store when Valenzuela approached him with a BB gun and told him she was going to shoot him. So it was a BB gun drive-by. Salazar told police that he took the gun away and they both returned to the vehicle, which was occupied by another man and three children. Officers found a bag of marijuana in the vehicle, which Salazar claimed to have owned. Um, and so... I own that. He was arrested on charges of possession of marijuana. Uh, Venezuela and Salazar were taken into custody, and the two were arraigned Wednesday. Venezuela's bond was set at $35,000, because she had a gun, even (sighs) though it was
3: a BB gun. And apparently a BB had been chambered, Preston. Oh, no.
0: A woman has been found guilty of murdering and decapitating her friend... ...in order to inherit her estate. And that's a friend. Gemma Mitchell killed Mi Kun Chong... At the 67 year old's Northwest London home before putting her body into a suitcase and driving it to Devon to dump it. Uh, Miss Chong's headless remains were found by vacationers about 200 miles from her home. Mitchell forged a will in an attempt to gain money for renovations to her home. Uh, Miss Chong, who was also known as Deborah, had been diagnosed with schizophrenia and struggled with her mental health. Uh, the jury was told the pair, both uh, committed Christians, had met through a church group and had become close, with Mitchell also acting as a spiritual leader for Miss Chong. So, so there, is there any part of the Bible that says you can't decapitate someone? <laughs> uh, Miss Chong had initially offered to invest about $200,000 for renovations at Mitchell's $4 million dilapidated property, uh, but later changed her mind, telling Miss Mitchell that she should sell the house which had been in her family for generations and enjoy the money instead. Shortly afterwards, Miss Chong went missing before her remains were discovered in a woodland. should have said anything. 16 days later. In that time, Mitchell had made a false report via email to a missing person charity and sent a WhatsApp message to Miss Chong's uh, lodger saying the 67-year-old had gone to spend time Uh, with her family for a year to clear her head. You know, it just Mm. occurred
3: to me that if I were to die, you'd be fabulously wealthy.
0: (laughs) A radiologist who examined Ms. Chong's injuries told the court in it was uh, likely she had been hit over the head with a weapon. Detectives who also searched Mitchell's house found Ms. Chong's personal and financial documents and a will that had been created on Mitchell's computer after Mrs. Chong's death. This is in England? Uh, Yep. Is Uh, there
3: any Toblerone in the house? Uh,
0: Mitchell had named herself the mother as uh, her had named herself and her mother as the beneficiaries of Chong's oh, wow. estate. Uh, the defendant who had a degree in osteopathy had boasted online of her award-winning skill in human dissection <laughs> and had denied having anything to do with Miss
3: Chong's death. <laughs> that, seems, that seems too weird. But she buried I'm them. really good at chopping people up.
0: She threw the, uh, the body inside of a suitcase and uh, she buried, she cut off the head and she buried him in separate spots. It's pretty messed up. She's going to be sentenced later on this week. Uh, During the winter months, you've obviously heard of people or been a person who has been snowed in before. A Colorado woman is in a similar predicament, but she's stuck inside her home because of a bunch of tumbleweeds. This is wild. Uh, Marley's Gross said, I looked out of my bathroom window and a tumbleweed kept on jumping up on the window. As she continued to check around the home, she realized every exit of her home was blocked. She couldn't even see As she tried to get out of her driveway. She said, I almost ran into the neighbor's fence because I didn't know where I was. You had to fight yourself through the tumbleweeds, uh, which were above the car. You had to push yourself into it. You should see the pictures. It's like a
3: science fiction movie.
0: Of this home. It's insane. Neighbors eventually stepped in to help Gross and her husband leave the house. Abigail uh, Gross's home is still surrounded by a sea of tumbleweeds.
3: Are, are they prickly by any chance, uh, or yeah, they're they're just like dried, you know, okay. shrubs. Yeah, really lightweight. But um, but there was a science fiction movie that was part of it was uh, these tumbleweeds. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. So just like like this movie, I mean this this reality. Uh, you kind of almost, she said, you know, feel helpless. Like
0: I thought it was a bad dream. We still can't walk anywhere. I don't know how or what we're gonna do. How we get rid of those tumbleweeds, so... But they're, you know, like seven, eight feet high and and completely surrounding the home, and you can't get out. It's pretty wild. A man died in a freak accident with a parking garage ticket machine in Midtown Atlanta, and I pass this story along as a cautionary tale to people. Uh, People say the man drove past the machine and forgot to put his truck in park and as he opened his door to reach back and oh, no, pay no. his arm got stuck oh. and he died after being pinned between the truck's door and the ticket booth i've oh. seen
3: people do close yeah. to that so if
0: you're if you have to open the door to get something when you're at one of those you drop you know your money or or the ticket or whatever put your car in park don't yeah. even take a chance cuz something like this can happen Police were called to the parking garage for an accident just before midnight. They found the man's body. His name has not been released.
3: Do you keep your parking ticket stubs for, uh, you know, display?
0: (laughs) Uh, For display, yes. I do. I I have a collage that I'm putting
3: together right (laughs) now. That was a great parking lot. All
0: right, we have time for one more. Let me get a short one here. A juicy one. Uh, Oh, this is a good one. Uh, this is uh, kind of a follow-up, even though I didn't give you the original story. Uh, aquarium, an aquarium.
2: I can't wait to hear This I,
0: just in. I meant to.
3: He lived. This is the sequel to the story you never saw.
0: I meant to, and I don't get to all my bizarre file stories all the
9: time.
3: <laughs> I never told you the first part of the story on Monday, but the gorilla was rabbit. <laughs> oh, no.
0: What? Well, this does take place in a zoo. Okay. Uh, the Skansen Aquarium, well, it's an aquarium, but it's part of a zoo. The zoo uh, aquarium. In Stockholm. Had a Why ven- are all the animals drowning? Had a venomous king cobra escape through a light fixture on the 22nd of October. The snake named Servaz, now named Houdini. Yeah. Due to the escape, had found his way back to his terrarium Sunday night after evading capture for over a week. Like, they had to shut down the zoo. It was a deadly snake. Because the snake was, they didn't know where it was. Officials said they don't believe the snake ever left the building during its time on the loose and was repeatedly spot by searchers,
3: but they were never able to catch it. It happened here at the uh, Philadelphia Zoo. There was a hippo that got into some of the light fixtures. Houdini is now back on public. display today did i tell you
0: guys about when and that's was, the end of your bizarre file by the way
5: when okay. i was on uh, driving across the country jackie bam bam uh when we had finally gotten to an area where rattlesnakes exist <laughs> like how bad i freaked him out really, oh, you know, no. just because we had to like we were taking pictures in front of the you know welcome to this state sign and it might have been new mexico and we so we had to walk across this brush and like over a fence i'm like man i hope we don't step oh, on geez. any rattlesnakes <laughs> It was like I told a five year old child that (laughs) should have had my shaker for
9: the rest of the
5: time he did not want to walk on anything that wasn't paved. And what was his fascination with, with cactus? Well, uh yeah, he wanted to see cacti. Right. Like you see in the Looney Tunes. Right. Well, I, don't I don't know like, what look, those are called. It looks, it looks like, like a hum- yeah, I they're, think they're huge. called saguaro, yeah. right. And so he just w- listen, it's Did he thing- see
9: one of those? No. Oh,
5: well, really? no, you know what he did? But it was like planted in front of one of the Marriotts we stayed <laughs> it, it Which like-, like doesn't count. <laughs> it's like me and my fascination with alligators. Right. Right. I don't want to see an alligator at the zoo. I want to see it sitting in a pond in natural Florida. Florida. Yeah, yeah. That's how I kind of want to see it. and that's what he that's all he wanted to see. And and, and he didn't see one Listen, in its natural habitat. He was probably
3: all amped up on green muchachos.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! And salad balls. And salad salad
8: balls. balls.
5: Yeah. I yeah. love that guy so much more after our trip. That he's, he's great. Uh, I don't know if he feels the same way about me, but he hasn't called me as much. <laughs>
2: oh no. no! This was the way you could get a little break from. I him. like
3: Casey, but he's too clinging. <laughs>
9: Talks too close. <laughs> if I
3: should have, man, I should have found
5: a, a, a shaker, a, a shaker somewhere. Jackie, um, don't move. It's right
9: behind you. <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> All
5: right,
0: uh, we need a winner for the secret text word. So, Kathy, please give me a number caller.
2: Mm, I'm gonna go with caller number
0: seven. Mm, she's gonna go caller seven. Yeah. No, that's, that's
2: not what I, that's not. It, it wasn't even anything
0: like that. That's right. He's uh thinking. Thinking. uh mm. 215-263 <laughs> W-M-M-R. Seven. Caller number seven. Uh you get to you now, you need to know the secret tax word in order to win, so give us a call right now. We'll see if you pick up our tickets that we have for the uh, Sopranos live event. We're gonna take a break, come back in a moment. Stay with us.
6: Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It is so mild coming up this weekend. We're going to have that
0: sensation because we've got some comfortably cool days, but it's going to get up to Saturday's going to be 78 degrees. It's glorious. And partly cloudy skies. Wow. Burger Brawl. Burger Brawl's on Sunday, so 76 clouds, but 76 degrees. Yep. It's perfect and the Philatron car show is going on. At this it's it's gonna be crazy. That's the day before camp out begins. And looking at camp out, it's it's looking like Monday's still gonna be in the seventies and it cools off after that, but not dramatically. So sixty-six on Tuesday, sixty-two on Wednesday, and that's about as chilly as it's gonna get. That's a banner banner camp out for hunger because it gets the highs start to get in the 50s yeah uh the following week so just in time
3: you have every reason to come out again we're looking for newbies but we're also looking for people who were there in the Mm -hmm. earliest days or if you've ever been to one or if you remember what it was like prior to the past couple years it's going to be back and then some we're doing a y100
0: reunion yeah uh, the first day on monday we're having a bunch of the old staff members from uh, y100 uh, because it will be the 25th anniversary of the Camp of Hunger, and that's where it all began. Yeah.
3: Except yeah, be... for Matt Court. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bill won't let him come.
3: Bill won't Maybe, let Matt come. Depending on the time.
4: Hmm. I was just going to say, that's uh, some damn fine parade weather next week, too. Yes, yes. it
0: is. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> Kathy saying sh- I'm just saying. Listen, you have to prepare for these things. Yeah, absolutely. The, the Phillies are preparing for these things. They yes. have to. So that all of you who think that it may be some kind of... Uh, jinx. Mojo jinx. Forget it. There are people putting plans, they're placing things in order in case something happens. The and,
2: merchandise is already printed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah.
3: Plans on top of plans. Yeah.
2: Nothing is over.
3: Nothing! No. No. All right, it's then. a parade! Nothing is over! The Black Parade! <laughs> the Black Parade? Yeah. Yeah.
0: The song from... Uh, who did that? Uh, my
9: chemical, my chemical my romance.
0: romance. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Father,
3: can I just enjoy the parade? you would be a downer. I'm telling you about when you're going to die. black diet, I going to die. Yeah. I know. Can I get some cotton candy?
0: That's the black parade.
3: <laughs> you're ruining it.
0: All right. I'm just uh,
5: waiting for Charlie Brown. buzz <laughs> is over.
0: Oh, like in a Thanksgiving Day parade. Like <laughs> exactly. what a big Charlie Brown balloon. Just put me on your shoulders and let me watch.
5: <laughs>
9: When I
0: was <laughs> Little Rambo <laughs> Lil. Lil Lil Rambo Lil Rambo Oh my god That, that should be over? That should be the next rapper Lil Little Rambo. Rambo Oh if anybody's uh. Uh, Somebody's gonna steal that Oh wow Alright Uh Secret tags for We're looking for a winner right? Yeah And uh, It was caller number Seven Uh So we're gonna Seven's
9: the number I'd like to
0: call it. We're gonna go to Jr. Hi Jr. Good morning JR, what is our secret text word? Turnpike. Turnpike. (laughs) That is correct, sir. Hang on. JR is getting a prize. We're going to get him uh, tickets to go see. Uh, the End Conversation with Event The Sopranos, uh, featuring Steve Shermipa, Vincent Pastor, and Michael Imperioli, uh, Saturday, November 12th at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Uh, we have, excuse me, a random text for that one, and that is Carol Zakowski of Concha Hawkins. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. She is our winner this.
8: <laughs> so we are going to set up. Uh, <laughs> Beautiful. It's soaring.
4: You really went for it on that uh, one. You got <laughs> so. you got one more it. time.
10: Hawking,
0: all right, that's Carol Zakowski. <laughs> Gorgeous. Who is our winner? Um, so we're going to go to the lesson question. We are going to give away a pair of tickets to see Paul Reiser Friday, November 11th, at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. The question I have for you is this morning If our show had military ranks, what rank would Casey like to be? 215 263 WMMR. That was said in the nine o'clock hour. If our show had military ranks, what rank would Casey like to be? 215-263-WMMR. We'll call. We'll do the trash while you're calling. Right? The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All
0: right, buddy, this morning by Monster Mania. You can see the biggest names in horror at Monster Mania Con 52 at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks. That's November 11th to the 13th. Tickets available online at monstermania.net. What's going on,
3: Steve? Well, during a recent interview, two-time Academy Award winner Kate Blanchett revealed her method for crying on command. Blanchett says before a scene requiring tears, she pleasures herself with coral.
7: Wow. Oh, my God. Yeah, painful.
3: Elizabeth Banks went to great lengths to prepare for a role in the movie Call Jane, even learning how to perform an abortion. Oh. To be technically correct, Banks has already performed one abortion when she directed Charlie's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Amelia Clark has signed on to play iconic writer Oscar Wilde's wife in a new biopic. Clark says many people don't know the story of Wilde's wife, whose first name was Girls Gone. <laughs> <laughs> That's
6: your holiday. All
3: right, we're looking for the answer to
0: this question. And if our show had military ranks, what rank would Casey like to be? And we are going to go to Brad and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Brad. Hello. All right, Brad, what rank did Casey want to be? A tank. A tank. Yeah. Very well done, sir. Uh, Brad, you're going to get tickets to see Paul Reiser hanging the line Friday, November 11th the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Now,
1: Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah. Brought to you by
0: Lincoln Mill Haunted House. Are you brave enough to explore the horrific history of Lincoln Mill Haunted House? Well, it's open every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday through November 5th. Tickets at LincolnMillHaunt.com. Uh, speaking of haunts <clears throat> and Halloween, a little follow-up to some costumes, actually one in particular. Uh, James Hetfield of Metallica posted a photo on the band's social media platform showing him dressed in... As Stranger Things' Eddie Munson for ah, Halloween, that's how cool. cool! Isn't that perfect? Yeah. Uh, back in July, Metallica met up and jammed with actor Joseph Quinn, who portrays Eddie, and had performed the band's 1986 song "Master of Puppets." It's such a great scene uh, during show's season four finale. Uh, Stranger Things' use of the classic track spurred the song to hit the charts again after a new generation of
3: fans
8: mm. discovered the so, song.
3: Kate Bush and Med- Who's vying to get in on the soundtrack of the next season of Stranger
8: Things? Yep, because it did
3: wonders
0: for those people. Lamb of Gods, first ever Headbangers Boat Heavy Metal Cruise will be aboard the Norwegian Pearl cruise ship in the fall
3: 2023 back into uh, the headbangers cruise uh the cruise will be from
0: October 31st through oh, November 4th there's going to be a lot of headbanging uh it will set sail from Miami to Nassau Bahamas uh-huh. uh Lamb of God will be joined by Mastodon Hatebreed Guar Shadows Fall God forbid and the Demon Seamen No but Fit for an Autopsy will be there uh-huh. All right, <laughs> uh, Lamb of God will perform two unique sets, including a full performance of their influential 2004 album, Ashes of the Wake. Uh, guitarist Mark Morton will also play a solo set. I would
3: love to see these bands at the, at the, at the buffet, I should say. You, know? <laughs> no, man.
0: you have any more bear claws? And then, uh, diametrically opposed to Lamb of God, Huey Lewis and the News. ...have sold their catalog in a partnership with the high-end acquisition company Primary Wave Music. Uh, They sold it for a reported $20 million, which actually seems a little low to me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Variety posted the deal, uh, and they said uh, it encompasses the band's entire commercially released music catalog... ...from inception through 1994, the period of its biggest hits. I think they got taken. Including in the partnership are such hits as Hard of Rock and Roll, Hip to Be Square, Working for a Living... And the band's chart topic 1980 85 hit "The Power of Love." Of course, that was from Back to the Future. Uh, Primary Waves Music. Primary Wave Music's David Weitzman said, "On the 1980s, everyone heard Huey Lewis in the news, and there many smashes on radio and saw their iconic and fun videos, which appeared on MTV in endless rotation. Their incredibly crafted songs still made me smile, reminded me that seem- of a seemingly more innocent era." And made me want to sing along at the top of my lungs. Primary wave. Look forward to working with Huey to create new opportunities for his storied song catalog into the future.
4: There's no chance
0: that they tour again,
4: right? I, is I, how's he doing?
0: I thought he was improving with oh. his hearing issue. Because I've never seen them live, and man, would me I love too. to go
4: see a, a Huey Lewis show.
0: I tell you what song just n- never fails uh, for me is I Want a New Drug. I just love, yeah, yeah. love, love that song. Even though he ripped off the Ghostbusters <laughs> And they're a great band, so... uh, um, yeah, it was
5: my first concert ever. Was it really? Yeah.
8: Where was it? Back to
0: me. Nice. Nice. Uh, so anyhow, they sold everything up. All right, so uh, and that's what I have in music news for you. Uh We have one $25 gift card to give away, and that is for Liberty Union. Uh, they are located in Chester Springs, but they are also in Kimmerton, So I'm going to give away a $25 gift card for the... Kimberton location. We'll take call number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Now, tomorrow at the Chester Springs location, that is where Brent Porsche is going to be from 7 to 9 for the Bud Light Thursday night kickoff. So, let's get you on board. Let's set uh, up caller 15 with that. We'll take a break, come back in a second and wrap the whole thing up. Stay with us.
6: Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. It's, it's, no, it's, it's not.
2: Want to see something funny? Or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonAndSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR.
6: Fancy. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Wrapping up our program for the day. Very enjoyable. One wonderful uh, day today. Basking in the glow of the victory. The home run derby last night. (laughs) Oh,
3: my God. It was
0: amazing. And then we had uh, Michael Imperioli on. Had a great conversation with him. Our friends at Liberty Union Bar and Grill in Chester Springs gave us a bunch of stuff to give away. So we shared the wealth in that regard. And uh, just a wonderful, wonderful day. And the weather is going to be cooperating over the next several days. Seventy today. Same tomorrow, 72 on Friday, 78 on Saturday. 78 That's degrees. amazing. In November and uh, 76 on Sunday, and then we're leading into a comfortable day as we kick off uh, the Camp Out for Hunger next week as well. So, with all of that out of the way, we can uh, get our letter of the day for the word of the week as Pierre has made his way in here.
7: Well, not yet. Okay. No? Um, I. Uh, you were talking about ticket stubs earlier. Yeah. And... Um, so I wanted to bring in some of the history of the radio station um, because MMR had an ad. Who knew there was even a program at the original Woodstock? Mm. But there was a program, and MMR had an ad in the original Woodstock program with Dave Herman, our first DJ. Uh, And then, uh, to go along with that... You were pulling all this stuff off the walls, actually. I just took (laughs) took them off the walls. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I, I, there's a gallery up in New York uh, run by a guy named Henry Diltz who took the cover of Morrison Hotel. Oh, classic picture. Classic picture. And, uh uh, he, I've interviewed him a few times and he was on stage next to Jimi Hendrix, which you were talking about. It's an iconic photo. It's an iconic, he was standing on the Woodstock stage right next to Jimi Hendrix and he signed it for WMMR. He's got this really great, um, uh, script that he writes in—it's amazing. Uh, but uh, in terms of the ticket stubs, uh, when I got when I decided to get this uh, frame of Hendrix to go next to our Woodstock thing, uh, our framer Gale uh, was able to go and find original Woodstock tickets. Wow! Uh, and um, these are uh, from August fifteenth, uh, sixteenth, and seventeenth, nineteen sixty-nine. $8 uh, for three nights, uh, and $24 for all three tickets. And these were kept in a vault, um, and I got them uh, to put up on the walls, just a portion of the Amazing History of so this amazing radio station. They were ne- were they ever issued? Yeah, they, these were issued. Okay. Never used them. All right. Uh, these are, uh, I mean, stamped, numbered, uh, and kept in a, a vault. <laughs> Man. man, so uh, man. That's uh, cool. It's impressive. Uh, yeah, when you talk. Kathy thinks you should throw them out.
9: <laughs> <laughs> you know it's
7: coming. Well, it, it's no Taylor Swift. Uh, I'll give you that. Short
2: Kath. tickets would get thrown out as well.
7: Uh, it's no Taylor Swift or um, Five Finger Death Punch, but uh, it is something of some some depth and no. uh, uh, huge intensity. Yeah, there you go. take
2: a picture of it. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not going to win anyone over in this room. Now, Preston, just give me a death stare.
7: I'm done. Um, did the this is terrible, but they uh, won last night. They did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I had a feeling it might be what you were going to
0: ask.
3: Keep not knowing because whatever you're doing is working. I don't you think know? we have to worry about that.
0: No,
2: I, 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 look at him. He's festive. You got yeah. your
7: your. I did wear a boysenberry
2: shirt. Love it.
7: Um. And it, I wear a red felt jacket, but only by accident. Oh. Uh, I didn't wear it for them, but oh. uh, good for them. Godspeed to them. Yep. My brother texted me from California. goes, they're crushing it. I go, what is this, Jackie Bam Bam? <laughs> and, <laughs> With no and context? I, yeah. And I go, yeah. you're, no, he said your boys in blue are crushing oh, it. Okay. And I go, oh, I, I'm watching uh, uh, public television, <laughs> so I don't know what you're talking about, but good for them. An American history of sod. Was on <laughs> It was, and the way sod grows, I mean, English sod particularly. Much more difficult. Oh, much more difficult. Yeah. Uh, the cow crap that's needed to grow that sod uh, and fertilize it in just such a way. In fact, I'll go on about it now, unless you'd like to do the letter.
0: Oh, it's your time slot, dude. We're just hanging out, man. After 10 a.m., it turns into
7: you, so whatever you want to do. Well, it stopped ending at 10 a.m. your second <laughs> I know, day I know. 25 uh, years ago. Yeah, your, we- your first show ended at right at before 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's the last time that yeah, ever happened. That's, that's the true. last time. And you were nervous about being late for me. And then it just started creeping and creeping and creeping and creeping. And now you go till noon, yeah, one, something like whatever. It's kind of our thing. Kind of your thing. Yeah. Uh, yep. you've, you, you've, you haven't borrowed the time. You've just claimed it. Right. Kind of like settlers moving into Native American territory and just claiming it as their own.
2: We could give it back to you at like 5.30, <laughs> yeah, 6 a.m if you want. No, I
7: don't want that <laughs> oh, time. Okay. No, no I, I'm quite happy with it now. It's all worked out. It has. Uh, but, you know, things evolve. Mm, right. It's a, all it is. It's a beautiful evolution like, of love. Just it's like the American horse. Just <laughs> like sod. sod. Yeah. Which reminds me, <laughs> oh, you've got to fertilize properly and this is the time to do it. Take your leaves and sod them.
8: you got to sod your leaves. Sod, sod your leaves. Okay. Your leaves okay? okay. All right.
3: Sod.
1: Hell of a game. Yeah. yeah. Preston and yeah. Steve on 933 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: And the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter P as in Petaluma. All right. Yes. Yeah. And we have uh, $500 from the Baxter. No, the Baxter. The Baxter is by far the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup. And you can go buy it at any home improvement store. Uh, fill it and simply schedule your collection, and it's gone. Clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. We'll give that away on Friday. Just two more letters to go. Uh, what's up on your program today?
7: We'll have more Last Walls tickets for this Sunday with Warren Haynes and Company at the Met. It's a cool we, idea. It's a great idea. They've been doing it for a couple of years now. Uh, various entities uh, recreate the last waltz, but his is the best one, um, and he gets all these incredibly talented musicians, and they play all the songs in order from the last it. waltz. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it, and they try to do it around Thanksgiving when the last waltz was held in '74, uh, I think it was, or '75 or '76. I can't remember, but. Uh, Warren Haynes will be in the band, and that makes it great alone. That's the last waltz Sunday at the Met. We'll have tickets for that. Uh, Workforce blocks of ACDC, Def Leppard, and ELP for Keith Emerson. Mm. Uh, His birthday would be today.
0: All good. All right. Uh, Let me thank our sponsors, President Steve's show, brought to you by Duncan. President Steve's show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. And by Monster Mania 52. Tickets on sale at monstermania.net. Tomorrow on this very program, uh, Taryn Killam from uh, Saturday Night Live will be joining us. Uh, We will also have Greg Harris, who is the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, checking in. And our buddy John Brazier is stopping by, too. So we'll do it tomorrow. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.
6: Houston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody, it's good to have you
9: on the...
7: Well, then I guess there's only one thing left to do. What's that? Win the whole
10: thing. Houston, we have a problem.